Hello everyone and welcome to Beyond the Ball with me, Collie. This week I'm joined by Connor. Connor, what's that funny? I can just see you uh, higher and lowering your volume. I'm just mute. That's not me. That's not me. That's funny. <laughs> oh my god! Like right now, like since that's over now, there's cats screaming, there's car alarms going off, there's babies crying all around the state. The glasses are shattered. Yeah, it's like a bomb going off. Yeah. So um, yeah, John McConnor and Paddy are here. Also, what's the crack, Paddy? Yo. Uh, we are watching the Manchester City versus Real Madrid match, the first leg of the semi-final. Oh, and I'm going to already! <laughs> oh, oh, my God! Sorry, we are. We're, we might be about a minute or so behind, but one minute and 39 seconds, it's 1-0 to City. De Bruyne just scored a header. Uh, never thought I'd say that. I don't think I've ever seen him scoring a header. Shit, um, now. Unbelievable. Well, a minute and 40. Jesus Christ, what a way to start. Couldn't even get the intro through. Well, here uh, Look, they went down against Chelsea and they came back, so it's not over yet. I don't know. Yeah, Ben's was still going for Till Gale flat sings. <laughs> <laughs> uh, lads, we're going to be talking about all the Prem games that's going to happen <clears throat> on this weekend as well. Paddy's finished the Prem. Paddy hates the Premier League, he does now. <laughs> Uh, so yeah we're gonna just be chatting a little bit about them but we are gonna be watching the match that's a great goal lads is he offside no no he's well on he showed his side angle earlier yeah delighted for Cartois you should have saved that the stupid fucking scarecrow prick um (laughs) lads we'll jump straight into it I suppose we need to talk about uh some pram some pram games um first we're gonna look oh wait hold on do you know what I haven't used the graphic in a while let's let's get the old graphic up <clears throat> Took too much tea there. Um, <laughs> I haven't missed the graphics anyway. Just sorry, sorry that. that's a D. Uh, lads, first game up Newcastle and Liverpool. Connor, I put it in the little description of this week's podcast and I want to get your thoughts on what's your percentage of expectation of Liverpool to win the league? Like, how much do you think there is a chance that they're going to win it? Don't say 50 50. No, it's not. It, it, it's still in City's favour, obviously, because they're the ones who have to slip up. And there's only maybe one team in City's running that I could see potentially being a banana skill, and that's West Ham. Mm-hmm. Other than that, other than that, they've got they have Newcastle, obviously, as well, the following week. Um I don't really see anyone else in there causing too many issues to, to that city side. So I would say it's it's seventy thirty weighted in City's favour. But they still all they need to do is drop a point. I don't think Liverpool will drop a point to the for the running. Um, and you think really? he'll beat Spurs? You think he'll beat Spurs? Yeah. You so. don't know. Don't know. Don't know about that one. Um, but they I I we said it early on, earlier in the season, I thought whoever won the the game between the two sides at the start of March will go on with it. Obviously nobody won, but City were in the driving seat. So obviously they're winning the up after a minute and a half. You just can't see them. For anyone, for anyone watching as well, respect the fucking captain's armband that I'm wearing. Just, just for the record, in case anybody didn't see that. Uh, if anybody is watching as well on YouTube, Facebook, make sure you follow, subscribe, like, and tell your mates because we're we're probably the best Irish podcast you'll ever get. Don't care what anyone says. Uh, so, what's your thoughts on what's your thoughts on this one uh, against Newcastle? How do you think this one's going to go for you? 
Think an easy uh, win? I think it'd be tricky enough. Um, I think they'll kind of play the game similar to Everton played at the weekend, which was frustrating for obviously 65, 70 minutes. Um, but yeah, I think that's obviously it. I think they they have enough quality anyway to get the result in the end. So I'm gonna say three uh, one to Liverpool. Um, I could see them conceding. I could see them conceding first actually in this and then coming back. Um, and I will back Luis Diaz. Ooh. I think he'll get a run. What a player he's been, by the way. Oh, Ederson is all over the kip in the last couple of weeks. He's he, what is wrong with him? Is he trying too hard? I don't know if he touches the ball enough. He's, he's just one of these fellas who goes into the fucking in the fantasy world. Oh, I'll tell you what, this is an end-to-end game so far. I'm liking, I'm liking what I'm seeing here. Um, I think there could be a good few goals in this one, lads. We never went through the fucking. We never got to go through the, the starting lineups because literally we were in the middle of the intro and there was a goal. So, I mean, we will have to go through them in a few minutes. Uh, so you're saying what 3 1 and Diaz the score 3 1 Diaz after his ridiculous touch at the weekend for no reason. That was disgusting. That was that was like outraged. There was no need for it. Also, the best the best thing was Allison taking the piss out of Jordan Pickford oh, yeah, as well. That was brilliant, so and he deserved as well. And, and it's the, the fact that it was like 30 seconds had gone by since he caught it and just like twig. He's like, oh yeah, fuck. He just fell on the unreal. Paddy, what do you think of this one? And what do you think are, are Liverpool's uh, chances of winning the league compared to City's? Um, I'd say it's more 40-60. Right. I'd say it's, I'd say it's a bit closer for Liverpool to win. Um, but I do think they will both drop some points. I think... Liverpool will drop points either this weekend or against Tottenham, and I think City will drop some points against West Ham. Because um, West Ham will be raging after the way they lost to Chelsea the weekend. Yeah. Um, so they again. won't want anything like that to happen again. And you could see they were solid against one of the top teams. Um, yeah. So they're capable of taking points. Um, for this weekend, I'm going to go for a two-all draw. I'm going to say there's going to be goals. From both sides, uh, Newcastle just won three 0 last weekend, um, so I'm gonna go with Jolinton to score. Um, for you know what I think? I think I think Liverpool, or sorry, Newcastle are kind of like, you know, the way we get to this stage, and I always say that thing where like, oh, this team has nothing to play for. I, I think that Newcastle just still have so much to play for. I feel like every single player is trying to play for a place next season, and mm. I think that's why they're gonna be more difficult to to be. Uh, coming yeah. into the uh, the last few games because usually for a team that look let's let's be honest they're pretty much safe now at this stage. Um, they're, up like, usually, yeah, they're up to night. Yeah, like usually you'd see people like just drifting off and just fucking being in holiday mode. But I think they're they're all playing for their for their spot next season. So yeah. they've I only lost one be, in the last five. Yeah, I mean it's it's not not a bad return. Uh, a good run. Yeah, I think this one could be a tricky one for Liverpool. But I do think they will win it narrowly. Uh, I'm going to say two-one to Liverpool, and I'm going to go with. Yes. I'm going to go with Mane because he's been very good. Um, will we run through lads before we jump on to the next game? Will we just run through really quickly the the starting lineups um, because we never got a chance to do it at the start? So City have Edison and goal. Uh, 
like on this graphic I'm looking at, it says they've got John Stone playing right back. Is that right? Is he actually in the right back position? Him or Laporte, surely. Yeah, but it, like Laporte's left footed, so I wouldn't have thought he'd be there. Uh, Ruben Diaz, Laporte, uh, Zinchenko. Then in the midfield, they have Bernardo Silva, Rodri, Kevin De Bruyne. Then they've got Mares, Jesus, and Foden. Lads, what yeah, about Jesus? I can, see John, I can see John Stone stepping out there right foot. So. Yeah, fair enough. Uh, what about Jesus? There's t- massive talk of him leaving this summer. Um, and Arsenal are one of the favourites to to pick him up. Do you think that'd be a good sign for Arsenal? Great sign. He's a quality player, isn't he? Andy Football. Like, he's not going because he wants him to go. He's going because he wants to go. Because yeah. he doesn't get enough games. You know, okay. and, and that's... Games that's comes in. And if City that wants to lose him approves he's a, C- a player of City's calibre, which is world-class. So yeah. any team that gets him will be lucky. Uh, yeah, look like you were saying there, uh, Connor Bill Haaland coming in. Uh, still, again, it's all it's all kind of hearsay, as they would say in the Johnny Depp. Uh, that's, that's, that sounds like someone <laughs> who's sweating for him at Chelsea still. <laughs> yeah, know, yeah. I'm still proud. I'm just like, please sell the club and free up 75 million to at least give him the opportunity to come to us. Like, uh, But what do you think of City next season if if they do get Haaland? Connor, what, what do you think? Do you think... Do you think he'll fit into Pep's system? I mean, he's he's not going to be an outcast, but does it strengthen them? As oh, 2-0. Well? Oh, it's 2-0 oh. to Man City. And the man hey, we Zeus. were just talking about, hey, Zeus. Jesus, oh Gordon God. McGross. <laughs> you nailed that one on. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> on. I should have said it better than that. Ruined it. Yeah. Fuck. So 2-0 to City. That was unreal. Like I wasn't expecting that in in the first ten minutes. Real Madrid are a pushover side anyway. I don't know how they got that far. Ancelotti's not happy. His his eyebrow was up higher than ever. His one single eyebrow was up very high. Just wondering what the fuck's going on here. Really does say if he can smell what Ancelotti's cooking. <laughs> so I want to see what happened here. Because hey, did, yeah. did the defender make a fuck up or was it a good touch by Jesus? Onside, well onside. Oh, was he? Oh, it's, a good, oh, yeah. it's a good touch by Jesus. Ah, uh, he gets a little bit lucky, doesn't he? Yeah. It's Davao Lava, is it? He was yeah. caught, sleep, caught sleeping in his lava. <laughs> hey, God, <laughs> lads. Uh, that's, a, that's a great call. Um, got a little bit lucky, but look, you fucking take them. Um, so, yeah, so uh, Haaland's going to the city, sorry. Uh, um, I think he's still now. I don't. He's not going to make them weaker. I don't think he's going to make them this infinitely stronger. So I think what they have at the moment with now, now center forward works for them. It kind of gives them that fluidity where they can chop and change. If if Jesus wants to float out wide, he can float out wide and fold him come through the center or Silva come through the center or whatever it is. I don't think you get that same flexibility with Haaland, but obviously you get an out and out goal scorer and a fella who's just there to score goals put the ball in the net. So. It'll be strange to see him how they, how they fit him in. Um, and if you see the likes of Foden still getting as much game time as he does at the moment. Um, but yeah, they're still going to be strong anyway, whether they get him or not. They're still going to be the decide to beat next season. Yeah, Paddy, what do you, what do you think about that, Haaland Ground? Do you think he fits into that Pep system? I think And that Pep it. team, I suppose. Like I know I know Pep has a system, but he's also got that, that core team. Like, Do you think he fits into that? Like, cause they've played the majority of the season without a number nine and they don't really like everyone they slotted into that number nine role kind of just always scored like there was always someone there to score whether it be yeah. De Bruyne even sitting in or it be Mares or it be fucking even folding or someone whoever was sat up front 
they always got a goal. Like, so is he going to be someone that's that's really going to get fed the ball, the opportunities to score? Or do you reckon he'll have to kind of drop deep and, and get balls? Like, I'm surprised Pep wants him to be quite honest with you. And uh, like, he's, he's not a Pep type of player in terms of I remember uh, Ibrahimovic at uh, Barcelona, similar yeah. styles of play, and they just ended up falling out because he just didn't fit into the system that he wanted to play. Mm. Um, I think he might be a good impact player next to Ole Gunnar Solskjaer um, off the bench. <laughs> oh, I'm, not having that one. I'm not having that one. That's yeah, of course, he'll be a machine. Like, if you look at this, I was looking at Monday Night Football. I was actually looking at a video from it tonight with Jamie Carragher doing analysis on the strengths and weaknesses of Man City and the run-in, the whole shebang. And one of City's weaknesses compared to Liverpool is the goals that they scored. And yeah. he will fill that gap. There's not there's still not a massive amount in it, but um Liverpool did definitely have the edge in the analysis, and I think Haaland will 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 uh, bridge that gap. Yeah. Uh, so God help everyone next season. Comment in there from Sibonello Sibia. Love the name. Uh how are you guys? Yeah, we're good. How are you? Um so yeah, how are you doing? I, I really think that if if City get Haaland, they're gonna be a massive fucking Threat, like I actually think, like <laughs> a massive threat. They're top of the no, league. They're no, up in a Champions League <laughs> final after ten minutes. No, I mean it's a massive threat to like kind of destroying the league and like Liverpool. Like I don't think Liverpool will be as close if they if they were to get him. Like I don't know why. I don't know whether it's because he will bring so much or else. I don't know how how like he's gonna change the whole way that City play. And it could turn it to the next level, which uh, at this stage is there even a fucking another level? Yeah, go another then he level might come in and it might take him a season to settle in as well. You know, yeah. he, he might he mightn't hit the ground running straight away. Yeah, it is it is true, yeah, and you, we've you know, seen it. Watch this! Oh, good oh. ball! Jesus Christ! These are getting peppered. Foden, I tell you what, Foden is unbelievable. What a player! Yeah, like I remember, was it two years ago, three years ago? Um, he said, or Pep said, he's as good as Messi or something like that. And everyone was like, what the fuck are you talking about? But I know he's not as good as Messi, but he's very good. I mean, what yeah. the fuck were you talking about? But he is very good. Like, he's definitely the best youngster in England, I think. Would I this <laughs> Rapist. Sorry. Um, so, lads, obviously, uh, Newcastle and Liverpool um, have given me prediction 2-1, I think. Uh, I have to go through the Real Madrid team because we've done the Manchester City team. Um, and so, then they scored. And then they scored. So, we can't get a clean run on anything. And every time we try to do something, someone scores. Uh, so, the man or the Real Madrid lineup is Thibaut Courtois goal. Yay. Uh, Mendy left full, Alaba centre-half, Militao centre-half, Caraval rifle. Uh, Valverde, Tony Cruz, Modric, and then we have Vinicius Junior, uh, Rodrigo, and Kareem the Dream up top. Did you uh, read the left full for the rifle? Yeah, that's weird. Oh, he's number three. Oh, yeah, he'd be number two, wouldn't he? Number two is Danny Carvalho. I just, I just, I just read left to right, regardless of what. Why you'd always go like goalkeeper right back across. I don't know, but that's a. I that's don't know. Right foot is always number two. I know, but like, I don't know. I don't Captain agree with John, that. So, you, so I was looking at the table and he said, "Men." Captain Paul, like, hold on. Captain rules here, and the captain says, 
left back first. No. Oh, Jesus Christ. Sorry, I thought fucking I thought Ederson was after just rolling it out from there. Um no, I'd go. I always go left back first. Oh, it's chance strange. from Madrid. Not surprising. Um okay, fair <laughs> enough. Fair enough, leave me alone. Right, lads, we're moving on to the next Prem game. So we have Aston Village against Norwich. Yeah, absolute snooze fest. Uh, Connor, what do you reckon on this one? Two brutal sides at the moment. Um, and Norwich got, well, they're not mathematically gone, I suppose, but surely no one in Norwich thinks they're going to stay up at this stage. Um, yeah. And Villa have, kind of dragged them, Villa have dragged themselves into a bit of a dogfight now as well. They're not. I'm sure like 10 games ago, 12 games ago, they would have been laughing at Newcastle saying that they're a dogfight and Villa weren't, and now it's flipped around completely on its head. Um, Villa need a couple of results just to try stop any chance of it. They're what, they're two points ahead of Leeds um, when yeah. they have a game in hand, but um, it's it, it's a little bit iffy from Stephen Gerrard when he took over and he'd won his first five out of six games or whatever. It was, and all of true, sudden, wasn't it? It was. It was it's that honeymoon period kind of thing. But he definitely needs to get a couple of results together. Um, and they had a tough run of games recently enough. Um, Can I ask you, right? I, I want to just, I want to touch on the whole Gerrard at Aston Villa team because obviously being a Liverpool fan, look, the whole, I suppose every Liverpool fan's dream is that Gerrard becomes a great manager and goes to Liverpool and manages in Liverpool for the next couple of years. How do you see his time over the next two or three years going at uh, Villa? So, look, obviously we know what he's done this season. Like I said, like you said there, like he, he had a good start and then kind of dropped off a little bit. Can he keep a lot of them players and can he bring anything else in to strengthen that team? And what do you think he will be able to do with it? Because the likes of Ollie Watkins, um, who else have we got? Um, I don't know. Cash is probably one of them that, that people may go for. Like, there's a couple of players there that could potentially be a target for, I suppose, a top six team, you'd have to call it. And yeah, um, Ramsey will also be another one where a young player. Yeah, Ramsey, yeah. He's, he's yeah. going to be on. I suppose if they want, what did Jared sell the players in regards to like the dream wise or where they're looking to go? I'm sure yeah. they would have been expecting to finish higher than whatever they are, 15 or 16 at the moment. And if they finish yeah. there, they won't be happy. Um, but if you can sell them some kind of push for top eight next year, I'm sure you'll get most of them to stick around. But depends if a fucking big club comes knocking. I can't see someone big coming in for the likes of Ollie Watkins. He's not a, a big six player, I don't think. Not yet, anyway. I don't um, know. Ooh, Jesus Real Christ. Madrid, Real Madrid putting themselves under serious pressure there. Cartoir saving a corner. Um, but yeah, obviously, I'm going to do well, but I think I said it last week that if he doesn't get the job on who he is, he has to get the job on, on the merit of being a good manager. So if he has a stink in two years and Klopp finishes, it's not a case of Jared just takes that over by default no matter what happens. He still has to, well, I would want him anyway to prove himself as a manager at the top level beforehand. Yeah, and it is it is always that thing that, like we always touch on is the like the manager like the dream is like obviously Lampard at Chelsea was the dream for for a Chelsea fan like and that's obviously the dream for for a Liverpool fan is Gerrard to be there and be successful. But like you're right in saying that like he doesn't get it on just merit. He has to has to prove it at another club like and obviously Aston Villa is a tough it is a tough task because what is really expected of Villa. Like, we probably would say that they're guaranteed to stay up. But what is a successful season for Villa? Are you talking eight, seven to eight to be challenging that spot? Or do you do you want them 
they're not going to get into Europa. Like, do you know what I mean? I don't think they have the the quality to do it. So what we is the success? Europe being there for the next two seasons, but if we look at their last five games, they've lost four and drawn one. So if that form doesn't turn quickly, he'll be out before the Christmas break next season. Do you think so? Yeah, if, yeah. If that form continues, absolutely. Absolutely. So obviously, obviously, he's going to get his his own transfer window, and he's going to get his chance to sign a few players. Look, we've seen what he's done already with the likes of Coutinho coming back. Like that was an unbelievable signing. Um, a bit of a gamble as well at the same time because yeah. oh here we go oh no sorry um, no. a bit of a gamble at the same time but we all knew that that Coutinho had the quality like um, so he's gonna have a little bit of a pull with certain players so can he can he get a couple more in like can, can Coutinho get a couple more in like you know I mean because he's gonna have they're gonna have them little links I think he's gonna have to try going Raid Rangers and I think that's yeah. all he's got really going for him yeah he obviously. Players he played with at Liverpool are going to be coming to the end of their time anyway. Um, so there's, there's nothing to say. Would he go to Villa? <laughs> he's already he's already looking to go back to. He's going back to uh, France. Milan, he's or Spain. Yeah, he's already they gone. Basically, he's already out in the, in the summer, pretty much. Maybe he's going to Villa. He would be, yeah. No. yeah. Especially when they play against Everton, just bring him on. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> But, um, uh, for, just a quick one for anyone that is watching if you are watching YouTube, Facebook and Twitter just make sure you hit subscribe and follow us because we'll be doing a lot more of these watch-alongs and loads of other shit over the next couple of months uh, sorry Connor, just jump across here <laughs> Jeez, I don't even <laughs> know what I was saying <laughs> good uh, so look lads, what, what way do we see this one going uh, obviously Norwich the yo-yo club that go down and come back up every season just for the, seems like they do it on purpose um Delia just fucking loves a bit of cashola. Um, Delia loves we... going down. You've heard it here first. <laughs> Delia Smith <laughs> loves going down. <laughs> Spread it. Uh, so, lads, what are we saying score-wise? <laughs> like she did. Uh, what are we saying score-wise on this one, Paddy? 1-0 to Villa and Coutinho to score. Ooh, nice one. Um, Connor? 2-0 Villa, Ramsey. I'm going 3 0, lads, and I'm going to say, um, Norwich. I'm going to yeah, 3 0 Norwich. And now I'm going to say, that's an unbelievable pass there from Edison. And now it was just so basic, but it was just so good. Uh, 20 yards, or are you ahead of me? Or? <laughs> it was literally a, a 10 yard pass out, but it was just like it just opened up the whole game, like out to the, the CDM. And I'm going 3 0 to Aston Villa, and I'm going to say, Ollie Watkins to score two, two goals. Uh, lads, we're moving on to the next one. Southampton and Crystal Palace. Uh, Paddy, what is your thoughts on this shambolic fixture? Uh, there's oh. a couple absolute stinkers, and this is, in my opinion, probably one of them. Yeah, Southampton have a great result last. Palace drew. Um, it's just a bit of a bore fest. I, I haven't got much to say on either team, except that Vieira could be gone at the end of the season. He seems to have done a good job considering how bad Palace were before the start of the start of the season, how many players they were losing. Um beat City I twice. You, I thought I thought you were saying he was gonna get sacked and he's like gone at the end of the season. They've been doing well. And I was like, I was so confused. <laughs> <laughs> um yeah, no, I think I think a club might come in for Vieira. I think he's impressed this season with what he's done there. Um but for this game here I'm I'm gonna go Sorry, gonna are, go are you saying Arsenal are gonna come in from him? Oh, hello, City. You made a massive fuck up here. 
Oh, it's oh. oh my god! It's hit the post. Oh, no, it's okay. It's alright. It's offside. 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 It's um, do you agree? Sorry, do you agree with Paddy on someone that you coming in for Patrick Vieira? If someone was free and looking for a manager, yeah, he'd probably be worried to show. But again, I can see him sticking oh. around for another year or so and oh, see what oh, he can oh, do. Oh, oh, Three on one. Three on one. Oh, oh he's missed. Oh, Absolutely missed. Absolute sir. Mara's on his rifle. Oh, he's gone never mad. The... He should have squared it. Yeah, it was never the fucking. It was never the best option, was it? Oh, Especially oh, he's on he... his rifle. He won't be playing next game. Kevin De Bruyne again, though. Just, oh, just unbelievable work from him. Oh, swear! Look, look, he's open with De Bruyne. Oh my god! Right, who was that? I have to open? give, I have to give props to the defender there. He actually blocked off that angle to the pass quite well there. I have to give props to him. That's his job. Pep's yeah, yeah. Yeah. My half time. <laughs> <laughs> sorry, uh, Connor. Yeah, sorry. So, do you think like? Do you think it would be a prime team that would come in from? Or do you think it would be like the likes of a Marseille or a Leon or something like that? I could see him wanting to stay in the prem, so I, I, I don't think yeah. he's in a rush to go anywhere. Like he, again, it's probably another one where as long as he keeps Palace up next season, it's job done. You know, he can take it off the list. But yeah. um, I can see him keeping himself free then for one of those maybe, like those six place teams. Maybe if one of them came free for a manager, maybe the Wolves or something who was challenging. But yeah. Other than that, like he's he's comfortable where he is. He seems happy where he is. I can't see him going anywhere else until a big job came up. And if Everton stay up, he might get the Everton job. Uh, there's actually a magnificent manager in there at the moment. There's a there's a world class manager. We will be talking about him in a while because, like, I'm just gonna pop it up on the screen here, lads. Oh, hello, Chelsea doing Everton a favor. Um, so you know. Swings and roundabouts. We look after Frank. He looked after us, and then we fucking sacked him. Like <laughs> he looked after him, all right, with a P forty five. After a fucking couple of million as he fucking walked out the door. Um. So yeah. So Connor actually, Zaha. Talk to me about uh, Zaha. Is he past the point of getting a big move now? Like, not does he even deserve a big move? Is what constitutes a big move to you? Top. Four? No, I would like, know, I still go to United, so the big move probably gone, but if it's not United. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, I'd, like just like just have to a club of a big stature. Doesn't have to be necessarily top top five, top six. And it doesn't have to be necessarily the Prem either, because you may want to be away from it. Like Roma, the likes of Roma or something like that, where Mourinho is. Edison with you. Big move, though? Yeah, well like if you, I mean, if you oh, uh, hold on a second, yes. City are causing their own problems oh. here, but defending very well. Um, <laughs> at the same time, giving it away, but defending well. Uh, no, like Roma, like, away or Real Madrid pressing well. I think Real Madrid are pressing well. I would say giving it away. I would say, I would say Man City are depressed. <laughs> <laughs> oh, here's a, here's another oh, chance. Here's a goal. Oh, what a ball. Oh. oh, Foden just passed the right hand post. That was like, oh. oh, it should be what far a ball. Up. What a ball from fucking Kevin De Bruyne there. Watch this. 
haven't De Bruyne. It's it's strange. Come on, come on. Chelsea shouldn't have got rid of him. Just saying. (laughs) Or Salah. Salah. (laughs) (laughs) Or everyone else. That was good. Um. So yeah, sorry. Yeah, getting back to Zaha. Um, like a big a big move to me is not necessarily someone that has to be in the top four, but like just to a to a club of a certain stature. So in my opinion, like the likes of Roma. Meh, Arsenal aren't really. Because... I don't think <laughs> Arsenal don't need anyone now winger anymore. I think like what they have there, unless like obviously there's rumors about Saka leaving. If Saka left, I could see Zaha stepping in and filling that role. But yeah. I think there's there's not many clubs out there that are high level that are like sweating for a wild player now. Spurs sorted out their issues really with Son. Uh, they keep your man on. Um, fuck Kulazewski, Bergwijn. Oh, like, oh. <sighs> Jesus. There was there was a, there was a time about four years yeah, ago was, where every, every club needed a uh, every club needed a winger, and that's when his price went up. And I just don't think there is that need anymore. There was like, always very, a, very it, was, it was always a, a the most sought after position, wasn't it? That that out and out winger. But now you kind of want the number ten. The number ten is nearly the most the most effective position on the pitch, or actually a CDM, a defensive midfielder, like. The two of them are now with the modern day, I think are probably the two of the most important roles rather than an out and out winger. Because all your wingers cut inside now. When do you ever really see a winger going down the line and crossing the ball in? Like it rarely happens anymore. The role has changed. Um so in my opinion full, full backs are full backs are doing the old winger role yeah, now instead. They are, yeah, they are. The, the, good the full comment in there, Collie. Yeah, sorry, I'll pull it up on the screen now. Um Andy McNulty says Zaha reacts like he's just discovered tackling for the very first time. The disgust and shock on his face when anyone goes near him. It is actually true. He's a great player, but he's probably better being a big fish. It, it, that's true because yeah. that's one thing I always notice with him when he gets tackled. He's always looks up and he's like, the eyes wide open. He's like, as if like he's looking at himself. What the fuck was that? Like, that's brilliant. Yeah. That's brilliant analysis there. You should be on Sky Sports, Andy. Perfect. Um, I'm fucking try. <laughs> <laughs> so we're saying that Zaha has missed the boat on a big move. I think so. Probably yeah, really, 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 not, big, maybe not big, big, bigger than Palace. Yeah, bigger than Palace. He could he definitely get a move. Yeah, I still think someone else, someone else will splash 30, 40 million on him. Yeah. But Liverpool, City, Chelsea aren't going to. I don't think yeah. aren't going Yeah, to. we'll talk about Chelsea now in a minute. They're not, they're, they're not in the whoa, same whoa, whoa. league. They're not in the same league. <laughs> Don't don't get to talking about my team. We have United to come up as well. Uh, lads, I'm going to go this with one This is great, this is. <laughs> <laughs> Got to be more than in a few minutes. Uh, Southampton versus Palace, lads. I'm going with a one-all draw. And I'm going to say... Ward Prowse to score. I, think you got I was going to say the exact same one. One-all, Ward Prowse. Did I not get your uh, score? No, you didn't ask me. If he scores another few free kicks or something, David Beckham's going to give him a handjob. <laughs> Touches golden balls. <laughs> I was going to bender like Beckham. Uh, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> sorry, uh, Connor. So did you give me a did you give me a score prediction? No, because I was going to say one all the ward proofs. So oh, I'm going to say uh, that. Paddy, did you give me one? Yes, I said one oh, nil to Villa. Oh continue. yeah. <laughs> yeah, but we've we built Badger in our game now. Go! Benzema! Close to one! <laughs> <laughs> Paddy, 
Oh. Paddy just ruined that. Paddy just ruined everything. You're in the dream with a fucking. Oh, yeah. No, he said Zaha. One nil Zaha. That's right. Yeah. Okay. Fucking hell. That was the happiest shit in the world. Oh, my God. Absolute mayhem that was. Right. Hold on. Let me just. Oh. Gotta be strong on that tackle there. Is that Rodri, was it? Onside. Lads, that is an outrageous finish. finish. How does he do that? Chelsea need to sign him. Oh, it's just so sexy posting in. Oh, that's that's disgusting that finishes. Um right, we're moving on to the next game, lads. Uh oh, the the mount is roaring at this picture. The mount is absolutely watering at this fixture. I don't know if I can contain it. Lads, Watford and Burnley. Probably the shittest fixture of the season. Do you know what, actually? This actually probably isn't the shittest fixture of the season, considering what's going on down there. Um, Paddy, what way do you see this one going? Do you think Do you think this will be relegation? Whoever loses? Um, that's a bit if someone does win. Could be a draw, yeah. but I do, but I do see Burnley winning because they've been on a good run now, a uh, bit, yeah. bit of a good run. These, these, not good, but average, okay. At the same um, time, fuck Burnley for a second, Sean Deutsch. <clears throat> but it seems to be doing the job. Something, something's changed. Yeah, definitely. you know, sometimes it's just you want a reaction before the end of the season because you don't want to go down and like you're talking about multi, multi millions of euros, like so. You can't kind Apparently, of he got a fucking a, is it a ten million payout or something? When he was he was. Pictured on the fucking piss the week after he got sacked. Yeah, he got sacked on Thursday. He was out on the piss on the Saturday. Absolutely slaughtered on the, in the on the town. What a fucking terror! 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 Yeah, classic. What a legend! Like, um, so Sorry. yeah, it, it, will Everton get sucked in? Everton still have a game in hand over uh, Burnley, um, but if Burnley keep winning, do I see? I'd say I'd say I'd see Burnley winning more points than Everton before the end of the season, um. So I think Everton will go down. Uh, Wofford, now I think, yeah, they, they'll be gone as well. So, and Norwich. So I think Burnley will be safe. Uh, with this game here, we're going to go for 1-0. And I'm going to go uh, Rodriguez to score. Okay. Uh, Connor, what's your, th- what's your thoughts on this one? Um, Four and out of the fair. I'm going to say one all. And... I, I, do you know what? I think I gave this a fucking bad rap coming in. I think this actually could be a great game. Just for what it means, like. Yeah. I think. Because so we're doing watch along, we have we have like two hours of content to fill. We usually we just look at this game and go, ah, nil all, whatever. <laughs> yeah, let's yeah, move yeah. on. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. No, so, that's uh, like proper analysis and all. I'm expecting screens where I have to move little like figures around and all. <laughs> <laughs> Hold on a second, just move that. Hold on a second, what's this, what's this? I'm just going to move this, Paddy, right? Just move it over there. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to move that back because that was weird. Um, so, Connor, sorry, what did you say? 1-0 to Bournemouth, was it? 1-0. Oh, 1-0, oh, okay. Um, lads, I'm going to go with a 1-0 win for Bournemouth. I think, Paddy, you said it. Um, I'm going to go with an OG. I just think it'd be. I just don't think anyone's going to score. That's a real. That's a real. That's a real water answer because you can't name a Burnley player. Well, I mean, I could go Tarkowski with a with an overhead. I mean, if I was going, if I was going water, I'd be saying uh, there's going to be a throw in on the 16th minute. Uh, it's going to get thrown in. There's going to be an indirect free kick. It's going to be laid back, and there's going to be a goal from it. 
that would be how uh how accurate war goes with it. lads we're moving on to the next one uh wolves and brighton again absolutely shy fixtures this week uh <laughs> connor nothing to play for really for both of these teams uh how do you see this one going yeah, I thought Wolves had a little bit maybe to try to get into the yeah, what you call it, the conference, the Europa Conference mm-hmm. League. Um, I suppose, yeah, I suppose I've, I've, I've they, just wrote that off, yeah. But they've been fucking brutal in the last couple of weeks, and mm-hmm. they're just you watch them, and you just I can't think of where goals are going to come from. They're not, they're like the only thing is you're looking at maybe coming from deep a little bit more, with like Don Decker or something. But other so than that, they've been they've been so poor. Um, the last time I was on here and I said that Brighton report, they went on and beat Arsenal and Spurs in the same week. <laughs> um, so I'm not fucking saying that again. Um, so yeah, nothing game. I'm gonna say one all. Oh, but look, you've just you just gave me shit for saying this was a nothing game, and then you just went, "That's just nothing game." Yeah, no, but it is nothing game. You're right. You said fixtures are shit this for fucking this week. They are shit this week. Neither <laughs> of them are playing for anything. They're both safe. I said I thought Wolves would have been challenging, but the last two weeks they've fallen apart. Um, they have a game in hand, though. Don't forget the game in hand, because if they're three points behind West Ham, they have a game in hand over them. To play against each other as well, don't they? Ooh, spicy. That'll be a spicy one. <laughs> spicy one, as they fight not to get conference football. <laughs> yeah, neither of them want to. So it's like uh, the episode of South Park where they tried to lose in the baseball. Yeah, like, they don't want to play anymore. <laughs> But I don't think someone like Wolves would survive at that level with regards to like squad depth and stuff. Yeah, they'd be happy to be there, but if you go through like the qualifier games for first and then you have to get into a fucking group stage, like I'm sure they'd want they'd either want to win it or they'd want out of it quickly. They don't want to get to like the last sixteen and be fucking dragged through that in March trying yeah. to fucking compete in the league as well. Um, I probably would have said they would have been all right if Nuno was there a couple of years back, uh, when they had that a very good squad. Like I said, I probably would have said like they may have gotten away with it then, but they've lost a lot of the players since, and obviously Nuno as well. So, um, yeah, I don't, I don't think they'd they'd last pissing time really with all them fixtures, like in terms of squad depth, as they're saying. Like, yeah, no, it's like if you look back on like the the Jota and Raul Jimenez before he fractured his skull, like Jamatinho uh, and stuff like it. Yeah, it was a different Rio and goal. It was a different side, but just not that. I can't see where goals are going to come from from them. For the rest of for the running, like, yeah. um, so I said, yeah, I'll go one all. Who I'm like at the moment, he stepped up again is Danny Welbeck. So I'm gonna yeah. back Welbeck to score. He's been playing well, he hasn't scored that many. I think he scored three in his last four or something. Um, but before that, he was obviously struggling, but he's actually playing better now as well. He's getting involved in play, he's playing a little bit deeper. Um, so one all, I'll back Welbeck. Nice one. Um, in fairness to Welbeck, he actually does work hard, doesn't he? Like for someone that's like not the best striker in the world, like he does put in a bit of work as well. So, um, that's going to a credit to him. Paddy, uh, how do you see this one going? Uh, I think Wolves will get the win. And Villa won. Villa won the Alcatini. Um, yeah, Wolves won nil, and Jimenez the score. Yeah, lads, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go with um I did like like I said, I don't think Brighton concede a lot of goals. Um and I think this will be the same, especially with the the Wolves team kind of struggling to get goals and to see where they're gonna come from. I'm gonna say I'm I'm actually gonna say one all because I do think they will score 
Um, and I do think they well, were. Brian Hopkins did a five in the last two. Who did he play? There were two top teams already. Southampton. And who was the other one? City, yeah. And when did he, when did he score? What score was City? 3 0. Oh, look, come on. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> like, give us a break. Uh, so I got one all. I'm going to say Mo paid to score. Lads, on to the next one. Uh, decent one. Finally, we get a half decent one. Uh, Leeds and Man City. Um, lads, look, obviously, fucking Leeds turned into a bit of a shit show, sacking Bielsa, and now they have your man in who is fucking basically Ted Lasso. Uh, what's, your, what's your thoughts? Is he going to be there for, for next season? Is he, he hasn't signed a long term contract, has he? I don't think so. I don't think he's only taken over as caretaker. So who who do you think steps in as manager in Leeds? Who do you think are good options for Leeds there? I think if he if he keeps them up, I can't see them going anywhere else except trying to at least offer him a contract where he takes or not is another thing. But Vieira. like, like <laughs> Vieira. There <laughs> we go again. <laughs> and now a backward step. Um, <laughs> Yeah, I can't see them if, if, if they stay up, not offering him the job. They said whether he takes or whether he wants to kind of go back to Germany and fucking try to get a job there again. Um, yeah. If he wants it, I'm sure he'll be offered it. That was his job. That was his, probably his only job and his only objection, objection, objective. And if he gets it, why not? <laughs> it was a massive objection. Um, Hearsay. Yeah. So, well, how do you how do you see their squad development as well? Are you going to lose a couple of players, or do you think they're going to hold on to everybody? Like, like how much oh how much like do you think their transfer would is going also going to be there? Like I think there's a few key players in that squad. I think holding on to players will be as important as getting new ones in. Yeah. Obviously you look at the likes of Rafinha and stuff. He was it's gonna be hard to keep him, isn't it? Big money move, Calvin Phillips. Yeah, obviously good play but injuries this season, which won't help his stock price, but obviously sought after by the bigger clubs. I know we talk about did Zaha leave it too late to get this big money move? Um, I think they're the players who will look at it and, and to, to move on. Um, yeah. So right. I think holding on to them will be like holding to Calvin Phillips. A fit Calvin Phillips is as good as making a new signing, I think, as long as obviously they can keep him fit and they can keep him playing week in, week out. And what's your, what do you think about Bamford? Um, look, obviously this year, absolutely riddled with injuries, but the year before he kind of showed a bit of class and was, was scoring goals. Is he somebody that they need to, I suppose, get him back, get him fit, and really focus the team around them? Or do you think there's better options? I think Bamford is going to be the one who loses out without Bielsa there. Because obviously yeah. he was about work rate and working hard. Bamford was lazy until he went to work with Bielsa. Yeah. He, told, he said it himself that he wasn't fit enough. Yeah, He didn't value the work rate. Um, Bielsa drove him into that mentality and Bamford excelled with it. Um, I think losing him, I don't know, does he lose that discipline? Does he lose that kind of drive himself? He's not being pushed by his gaffer to, to work out as hard. And yeah. that's right. He got a lot of his goals. He probably would have got probably 30, 40% of his goals from winning the ball out of the pitch, either winning yeah. the penalty or dishing the ball to somebody else. That, yeah. And, that, and in fairness, like, although he would like, you, you, I'm not going to just say it was Bamford that done that, but it was like, it was a team press nearly. And, and oh, yeah. Dangerous spot that, here. Sorry. Penal spot? From a dangerous, dangerous spot. Oh, they said penal spot. I was like, that's a penal. Um, yeah, so like... <laughs> okay, no wall. There's a free kick here with no wall in the penal spot. Direct. Uh, I, was, I was thinking, yeah, that it was more of a Bielsa tactic that they could um, 
they could get with kind of Bamford pressing up high with everybody else pushing along with him. That's why he kind of it was so effective. And obviously he's had to kind of adapt now to that to that new manager system. Uh, yeah, it'll be interesting to see what what kind of happens to him. Paddy, what's your thoughts on Leeds uh, this season? I suppose and coming into next season, have you been disappointed with them this season so far? Um, say that again. <laughs> Sorry, you watch the porn. Leeds, are you disappointed with them this season? Or? Yeah, considering how they were last season, but I suppose they've turned into one trick ponies. You know, that's the everyone figured out how to beat them. And Bielsa, like people were saying, he was treated unfairly. I don't think he was treated unfairly. He was given a lot of time. Um, you love sack managers unless it's your own, Paddy, don't you? Good team. What? I said, you love sacking managers unless it's your own. I don't love sacking managers. Jared Barrett got the finger out, he'll be gone. Bielsa had loads of chances, <laughs> gone. Oh, when you're into relegation, like it's on, you have to be getting sad to sack. You know, from the start. You know, you're not far off that. <laughs> yeah, we're not that far off Chelsea. This is what I was about to say in a while. We're not that far oh. off Chelsea. And we're not, like, considering how bad of a season United have had. Like, what, we're only we're 11 points behind us. Um, and... <laughs> <laughs> and you think Chelsea have had a great season? How bad, like the way you go on, you think is there, yeah? Like, is there one of the big three? The big three, it's not the big three, it's the big two, and then the it's rest. The big three, the, the, the European three. and the world champions you are talking to. And he's our show, he's lost Arnold against Arsenal or something, wasn't he? No, nah, sure, look, it's a nothing game. I, yeah, I, we yeah. take, we have, we are so focused this season, is, is FA Cup now. So we don't we don't need <laughs> these league games. Hence the Everton results. We're going to lose 2-0. It's gonna be it's gonna be beautiful. We're gonna help Frank Lampard stay up with his beloved Everton. Tuchel has a pain in his hole with Chelsea. Uh Lukaku was a sham. Uh, sorry, Paddy, we're talking about Leeds and Man City here. All right, save it for in a few minutes. <laughs> uh, um so Man City lads, look, obviously we're watching them here playing very well. Um creating their own problems, it looks like in this match. Uh, do you see Leeds being a problem for them? And are you going to? Is there going to be any fatigue, or do you think they've got well enough squad depth to kind of manage this? Yeah, I think they're going to be fine. I think Man City will absolutely destroy them. Yeah, I think four-one uh, and the Bryan score. Interesting, uh, Connor. What do you think? Yeah, they've got they've got plenty in the tank to to beat them. I can see Pep plenty in the tank. <laughs> <laughs> Good shot, sir. <laughs> Simply lovely. A bit of blinding. Um, bring, bring back those videos as well. Like. We should be able to show them on this. We should. <laughs> Simply lovely. And a bit of blinding. Um, but uh, I can see Pep playing or starting. A, we're going to say a second string City side, but obviously it's second string for them, but it's still a side that will probably finish second or third in the league anyway um but starting out that way so the game might be a little bit tight but then obviously having the likes of probably De Bruyne, Foden, throw whoever else he wants onto the pitch Bernardo Silva, Mares, whatever it might be to win the game if he needs to you have that ability there with him um probably a little bit tighter I'd say 2-0 City um and yeah, I think Mares will. I think Mares will start. So I'll say Mares. Looking at um, Leeds compared to when Bielsa was there, compared to now, 
how do you think it differs? Like, do, like, is there a massive change in tactics? Like, are they still are they still that kind of pressing team? Because I haven't seen much of them since Bielsa's gone. Like, have they changed their their style? I don't know if you've seen them. I watched them against I watched them against Palace last night, and they've definitely changed their approach, and that's the reason why there's about four shots on target last night in yeah. total. Like, there would have been a lead side that would have went down gung-ho against Palace and they still might have got a draw but I would have finished three all or yeah. finished four all they're not conceding as many they're not scoring as many so there's definitely been a we know who we're playing against more approach and I reckon yeah. I think they'll drop in the, the leads this time last year wouldn't have sat in against City with eight games left in the season seven games left in the season they would have pressed them and City would have bounced them six two or seven three or something um I can see Leeds being a lot more compact. And if the game is 1-0, they won't step out. They'll still be in that compact shape. And that's where yeah. I think City might just nick it towards the end for, for a 2-0 win. But it's not going to be expansive football like Bielsa would have played against anybody. Yeah. Because it, like that was always one thing that we always talked about anyway was the the ability or the, the inability to adapt to... A different tactic when he was coming up against the top six team and just getting absolutely spanked fucking four or five nil and he never changed like it was like fair play to him he had his, he had his he had this whole identity thing that everybody always talks about as a manager he had that but it, like even you know you like past him yeah no even like but my my thing with this whole like oh this manager has an identity to me it just seems like yeah they've got one tactic that's their identity that one tactic and they rarely probably stray from it that's what I think anyway. Um, so I'm gonna I'm gonna give me score picks. I'm gonna say Man City to win. Uh and I'm gonna say 3-1. I do think they can see it first and then they'll they'll spank them. Uh and I'm gonna say I'm gonna say De Bruyne at the score because I want to bring him in to be fancy football team. And I think I might and take out Harry Kane because he's fucking dirt. Um so yeah, I hope I hope he scores. Uh, lads, on to the next one. The biggest fixture of the week, I think. Um, Everton and Chelsea. Lads, obviously we, we spoke a little bit about Everton. Um, not not much, but... Like, are they... Connor, are they, are they going down? Um, do you not think they have way too much... Way too much quality to be to be going and playing championship football? I think that that argument left when Newcastle got relegated 10, 12 years ago. The whole too much talent to get relegated because that's the same way they were convinced that they had too much talent to get relegated. Um, the way they played on Sunday against Liverpool, I would. It, it was just. It was like. It was like if Diego Simeone took over your local pub team. I was like, we're just gonna be the biggest knackers that we can be here and we're gonna try to grind out a result. And that's what it, that's what it was like. And they're the first team that made Liverpool hard to watch, like very difficult to watch because it was just so negative. Yeah. Um will that grind out result for them? Because obviously it hasn't worked so far. And I don't think it's gonna work again. I can see them playing the same tactic at home this time, being a little bit narky, kicking people when they need to be kicked, going down and wasting time. Like there will be time wasting in this game from minute dot. Like I can't see Jordan Pickford being in a rush to get rid of the ball again. Um but I still think that at the back is where they're so poor. If you're relying on the likes of Seamus Coleman 
at his age, at his injury level, at his fitness level, which isn't good enough for the Premier League, you're going to be exposed. Um, Michael Caine, the same. It's just not consistent enough. Losing Luca Digne was massive, massive yeah. to, the, to the club, not just as a defender, but obviously as like a leader and like took over the captaincy from Coleman, obviously, when he got injured. It's, he, uh, he, he had a bad injury, though, at Villa, didn't he? He came on and got injured the first game, was it? Um, no, he scored his first game. Oh, yeah, he was early on, though. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it was. It's they are lacking quality where they need it. Obviously, they have their injuries as well. Dominic Cavalier now. Um, yeah. guilty, guilty circuits are now. Pedo. <laughs> <laughs> um. But yeah, no. What? You say guilty seconds and out for the season. The season, yeah. I don't think I don't think we'll ever see him again. <laughs> no, probably not. Um but yeah, FC, maybe. I, I want I want Burnley to go down and I want Everton to go down, but I can't have both, I don't think, because Watford and Barrett are too far off the pace. So why um, do you want Everton to go down? Is it is it a Liverpool thing or is it more Frank Lampard and you'd get to take the piss out of anything? I don't get to take the piss out of you. I actually wanted Everton to stay up until I saw how they played on Sunday. And it's just that's going to be their approach for the run-in about. But let's be honest, right? Lampard is going to have to change tactics massively to play against a team like Liverpool. Like, they they have to play. They know they're not going to win the game. I, I, they, Lampard's not stupid. He knows he wasn't going to win that game. But if you can if you can scrape a draw, that's a great result. Yeah, but there's been very few blowouts in the Merseyside derby over the last few years. They can look yeah. back on, like, Origi scoring in the last four four games has scored goals in the last five minutes and two of them like to win yeah. the games. So they're not exactly blowouts anyway. They could anything could happen with with those games when yeah the joy of a derby like that's what it, that's what it was and they, they 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 took it away a little bit and I reckon if they had it pressed a little bit more and it had it been on the front foot like Anthony Gordon whenever he got in behind was causing carnage yeah and. If they hadn't been a bit quicker to let him go, because again we say Alexander Arnold was too far, too high up, he wasn't defending very well, as it's happened before and it'll happen again. Yeah, they would have got more joy out of it. But the fact that they didn't even want to give the ball to the person who was causing issues was just was bizarre to me, and it was horrible to watch. And I've never celebrated a goal as much in my life as when they got the, when Liverpool got the first, because it yeah. was just horrible. It was so horrible to watch. Yeah, I would love to see them there. I'd hate, I'd hate to see the Merseyside derby disappear for a season. Yeah, that's that's one thing I was going to say there. You lose horrible. You need it. Um, but if that's going to be the approach to try stay in the league, is to look. I I think, I think desperate times, desperate times at the moment. I think for Everton, where that was that was a desperation move from Lampard, And, and that's genuinely all I think that was. It's just. An overly cautious approach to a game he really believed he wasn't going to win. I, I know, like, yeah, you're saying, yeah, yeah, it is a derby. But if you can, if someone says to you, right, you can go and you can play, you can go and do what you want, fucking go and attack, go and fucking throw, throw football or throw tackles in, you're going to probably lose that way. If you can go and be a bit more calculated and calm about it, there's probably a higher percentage. There's calm about it. No, I know, I know. But what I'm saying is in terms of like when you see other previous years where like fucking two fours flying in everywhere, like I don't think I don't think there was a need to do that. I think like 
do what you can. If Liverpool score, then try, then try you do something. But hold off for as long as you can. But the the, the diving and stuff affected them negatively. Like they should have had a penalty at the start of the second half yeah. because yeah. Richarlison and Gordon didn't get up off the ground for the first half. It didn't go their way. Like yeah. I'm convinced that they stay on their feet in the first half. That's a penalty. They go one yeah. in the game. Like it is a penalty. Do you not think VAR should be pulling that back? I think I went to VAR, but it's it's one of these things that's not I don't know is it not clear and obvious? I don't understand how it works anymore. It's... So I I hate this with VAR that they rarely pull stuff back really like that, and like if a, if a ref hasn't given anything, they'll pull it back and give it straight away. I don't like that. I, think, I don't like the. I think it's 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 those ones that are subjective. I say it's a penalty. Someone else says it's not a penalty. They're not going to change the on-field decision. A handball is a handball if it hits someone in the hand, or an offside is an offside if someone's offside. But yeah. I don't agree with it. I still think it's a penalty, and the referee should go have a look at it, and if he stands by his decision to say no, it's not a penalty because X, Y, and Z. Well, then, fucking happy days. He's made a second decision on it. But yeah. but Var not even saying. I think he's leaning into his back. I'll yeah. have a look. Yeah, I, I, I just don't. I just don't get it. Do Do you think we should be allowed here? What people on VAR like the 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 communications between the ref and VAR? Maybe like not the communication. Maybe not the communication. Well. Maybe not the communication. But since you having this discussion not too long ago, I do think good, bad, or indifferent referees should be open for interviews after the game to come out and if he's, yeah, if he's, even if, now the only the reason I said this is because. No one wants to talk to a referee if he's like having a fucking an unbelievable game. No one wants exactly. to hear that. Because it's not yeah. good TV. But if it's yeah. a requirement of where the referee gets interviewed for every game, no matter what happens into it, and we always hear from them, and we it's always all about the money, saying, isn't it? This is a decision. This is how it worked. This is why I gave it. Whether it was good, and then obviously those bad ones as well. This is the reason why I didn't get the penalty because it was side to side, or it was shoulder to shoulder, and then he got him behind him, whatever it was. So, so do you think they should be, like, kind of made jump in on the press conferences after, for five minutes, maybe? And if there's I'm any saying... questions, like, like I mean, he could, if he, he could have a great game and come into the press conference, and people just say, okay, how did you how did you feel about that game, or whatever, and then he'd be just like, oh yeah, it went very well, very well, blah, blah, blah. But then you, you kind of just keep doing that, but then you get that one moment where a ref has made a fuck up, and you can kind of call him in and go, okay, justify yourself on this one. Well, maybe not. Maybe not immediately after the game is in like walk in like players do have a debrief. But if if a player fucks up at the weekend during the week, he'll be asked by some press, yeah, what happened, or his manager will be asked by some press what happened about it. So if it's a case of where the the assessor who was looking at the game, the referee assessor comes out and says he was wrong, he shouldn't have done this. But we never see referees get slapped in the hand. It never, yeah. it never happens. We never see. The odd time you'll see, or, you'll see a ref getting dropped down a league, maybe. Rarely yeah, in the Premier not, League. It's not. It's not announced. It, it's not. No. The, the, it's not the manager of the referees association coming out and saying, uh, "Kevin Friend had a stinker. Had a stinker yeah. last weekend, and for that reason, he's dropped for this weekend." And where he's going. Yeah, but you wouldn't see that happening in a football school. team either. That'd be bad management to be calling people no. out like that. Players do get called out on it. And the managers are told then that it's bad man management because you shouldn't but, be doing that. Like all the but, best managers yeah. ever would never call their squad out. In no, they don't call they're, out. They're, still, they're, they're still asked the question. We don't get the questions asked. No one goes to the head of the referees association on the Monday and said, thing was short at the weekend. Explain why. He can defend them if he wants. That's fine. But we don't hear anything from them. Well, we don't know the internal thing. processes now of the 
I'm not saying we do. I'm just saying if you want some more clarity, that's what's going to happen. What I, what I think you see more commonly than someone getting relegated to the league maybe will be like getting getting relegated to fourth official where you're on the side. Do you know what I mean? I've seen it with Mike Dean a couple of times where he has had a bit of a controversial game and then the following week he's he's standing there with the board or he's on the mm-hmm. sideline. That, yeah. that to me, I think, is a bit more common. But it probably goes, like like you're saying there, Connor. it's not announced. Like nobody knows that that's the reason. If if you could get somebody to come out and say, "Look, Mike Dean's on fourth official because we we weren't." But that just adds more pressure to the referee. Think about it. Like you've been demoted, yeah. and it's publicly knowledge that you've been demoted the week before. Like you're going to make more mistakes then, or you'll be more prone to making mistakes the following week because of it. They shouldn't. Like, they shouldn't make these the, big game mistakes. They literally have a fella who can watch the replay as many times as he wants and tell them what they want. They don't use them enough, or they don't use them well enough. This is the problem. Yeah. We're not but saying you, like, you think they should use far more. No, not more. Use it better. Like, yeah, yeah, second full season in, of course. Yeah, like, we have this discussion about the weekend and Everton should have been but this season. Is much better went to VAR, last season, VAR yeah. never looked at it. Yeah, no, it's an evolving process. Like, it, it is getting better, it's, it is making the game better. Like, those decisions are less likely to be bad ones as opposed to last season. Even if they notice some things that are slowing up the game or making the game bad, at least now that's been eradicated. The whole handball thing, that's that's been gotten rid of. So they're acting quickly enough. Maybe not as quick as we would like, but it is improving. And I think next season it'll be better again. I think now, the referees aren't paid enough. Like if you're thinking about yeah. like publicly making them talk after the games, after they've made a mistake, that's like PR training, you know, media training. Like and then like lots more money and like and it's a it should it should be like with the stature of the games they're they're reffing they they should be some sort of accountability there if they make a bad decision absolutely and um, even to discuss it but to hold them to account publicly and then demote them or punish them the following week I think would have a negative impact on that referee. Do you think negative impact on them? It's their job, Paddy. If they keep making mistakes, they don't they care. Be there. If I keep making mistakes in my job, I get sacked. Yeah, if you keep doing, yeah, and yeah, if you keep yeah, doing, no, if one of these yeah, referees yeah, yeah. kept doing it and kept doing it, well, then yeah, they probably would get them out. They don't though. How many times have we seen or come across uh, a Mike Dean farce? It's after happening. When was the last time he's re- he's refed in the championship because of it? Never. Like he doesn't get he doesn't get that because of who he is. Like that's. There's, there's there's problems behind it. I have no problem with people making mistakes as long as people can come out and own up to a mistake. They don't own up to mistakes. Mike Dan shags chickens anyway. He does. Just just found that out there. But the the whole the, like the var the Paddy you're saying like that accountability side of things. Do you not think that's been completely taken away because of var? So there is no accountability now for that ref because he has var. So now now it's now it's a whole. Like who is VAR? Like you know, we know it's a group of reps, but why are we not saying right? Like I know sometimes we get the odd thing, odd oh, fucking Mike Dean's on VAR this week, or he's in the he's in the VAR room, whatever. Why are we not seeing more from VAR, or, or else having VAR explain their decisions? Because the the whole thing is taken away from the ref. And I seen but the VAR interview, decisions are black and white, aren't they? In terms of if there's a clear and obvious error. The offsides, there's the computers there to generate it. It's not like a split second decision. The whole reason the VAR is there is to take away the, the I suppose, the human element of it and then to add, you know, technology to assist the referees. I don't, I don't like the way they do 
the first thing I think is they need a massive rewrite on a lot of the rules to accommodate VAR. Because... But that's happening year on year. That's what I just said a while ago. Like last year to this year, there's been some massive improvements, and I think it will continue to go like that because there's constant. Oh, there's a chance. Sorry, we're in. We're in on goal here. Oh, 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 the line. oh my god! Not dead yet, though. Oh, that was oh. Connor. Who was that? Mara's again. Yeah. But wasn't it Foden that missed the missed the, the, the rebound? Cleared yeah. off the line. Foden was on the rebound, yeah. Who cleared it? As good as it's Messi. Who's that there? <laughs> Came out very fast. In fairness, he got Carvajal, was it? Carvajal dropped back onto the line. So after post comes back out. Yeah, Carvajal, wasn't it? Yeah. Actually, you know what? Quite a controlled finish there from from Foden. Just a very good um, position from the defender. Um, I, I, sorry. I thought we were going to take. I thought we were going to take half time off. I was going to go get a beer at half time. And you fucking oh, you go, go get one now. Go get one now, sure. It's, a, it's an hour watch along. So, uh, so Paddy, sorry. And going back to the VAR thing because it is definitely something that is massively kind. Like you were saying, it it is progressing each year. Mm. Like, what do you see? What do you think it, at the moment? Like, you obviously think there is issues with it what do you, what's your biggest flaw with it at the moment look i'll be honest with you look you have been sitting here and you know well slating referee saying that they should be accountable they should be coming out absolutely but it should work both ways like i think the abuse referees have gotten yeah. i'm going to play devil's advocate here and i'm going to i'm going to stick up for re- for the referees like if you look at all like the pressure Monster. from the teams around them um like constantly is, 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 Madrid is a prime example yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. That that pre- like that's that's unbelievable. Like, and they're on their own there. So this whole the VAR coming in and everything else, it's it's a way to support. So it's like it's like there's the two teams and then there's the team of referees as well, which is yeah. good to see, you know. And but that's, that's all why, they've got. <laughs> but that's why as well, like it's it's very hard to just put the referee to account now. So what the, what type of decision can a referee be fundamentally his? He is the only one that's wrong for that, or is it the whole refereeing team that's wrong? Well, like, like I would, like I would say, like, look, VAR, I think, has taken away a lot of that, where you can you can nearly pull players up and now say, like, okay, right, that was a free yeah. back there. We pull that back, we we give a free kick against it. My issue with it now is like this whole thing of the the start of the the play. So say say there's a foul. And then there's a little bit of a break from it, and then there's another kind of attack. Like that ref has to give that foul. Can't wait to like he has to give that foul at the right moment. If he doesn't mm. give that foul, it goes on to the next phase of play, and that foul has been forgotten about. And then all of a sudden they go up and they score. So them type of them type of decisions or them type of um yeah decisions would be the ones that are they not doing that to really get the game flow better? Yeah, like it is to try let the game flow better, but at the end of the day, VAR really isn't letting the game flow better. I don't think, I think they're this whole thing, the offsides where they're not putting the flag up and they're allowing it to run 30 seconds before our flag goes up is absolutely madness. Hmm. Like anything can happen in them 30 seconds. Leg yeah, but, but, what, but what, if, what if the linesman got it wrong and the game stops? This is why Look, they're the, doing it. Yeah, there is marginal decisions. But there is one and not go for them all. Oh, no, I think you can. I think it has to be. It has to be a. I think they should say right. There's so much involved, Collie. One goal could be the difference in millions and millions of euro for a club. So, 
logically, if they do it for every decision, that's that's just the rule and that's it. They, they can't do it. Because imagine one where there's a player down in the corner that the linesman doesn't see, puts his flag up, puts the forward off or the defender off, and it causes either a goal or not to score. And to be fucking uproar. Uproar because of that one decision. They don't, they don't notice the, the thousands of decisions they got right. They notice the one decision they got wrong. And because this, the one that they got wrong usually is one that leads to a goal. And that's the one that's noticed. Is the one that, yeah, that happens. This, this that is what Farrell has eliminated now. And this is what the new thing where the, the flag is kept down. Because play continues. And then it can go to offside. And they'll check it on VAR. And yeah, okay, yeah, I get, yeah, no, I get that. But I think the ones that are like blatantly obvious, I think I think the the lino should have he should have preference. If that lino puts up the flag, it's offside, right? I think that lino has to take responsibility. I look, I know we want to take the whole human side of it over because it'll probably work better with technology, but they still have a job to do. They're getting paid. If that's going to be the case, don't have any rest. They are doing their job. They're just waiting to put the flag up. I don't like that, though. I, don't, I just don't like that. I don't like that delay. And I know what you're saying. Yeah, so sorry. What I think is, if it's blatantly obvious... Oh, oh no! no! It's 3-1. Phil Foden, as I said, oh, Messi. Messi. <laughs> Leo Messi has done it with a header. Another header. Damn what a me. ball across, by the way. Standing in the middle of the fucking six-yard box on his own. Straight bikes. Straight bikes. Can I just throw it out there that I actually want Man City to win the Champions League? Just trying well, to it's better than Liverpool. Fuck. Yeah, I don't want <laughs> I was waiting for that. I'd rather see you find when you were in Madrid. Or Villarreal. Um, Villarreal. Look, I'd, yeah, if, if Liverpool don't win it, I want to see Good Evening. Good Evening. Oh, imagine he won it. No, it's not. Real, that would. That's not um great fucking ball in Fernandinho. Fernandinho. Oh hello. Bend it like Fernandinho. It's a great header as well. Headed it downwards. Yeah. Just done something magnificent there five, ten minutes ago, and now he's out there making balls of that. He let him come inside. Never let him come inside. Never let never come inside. Um sorry, Paddy did Paddy's like no, 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 <laughs> not again, not again. I concur. <laughs> yeah, uh, sorry. What I was trying to get at, Paddy, was the um, the, the blatantly obvious offsides. I think they has to, has to go up, like the flag has to go up. Don't let that play out. But those blatantly obvious ones, and I understand what you're saying. But say there's a defender over in the corner, the linesman just didn't see, and he's thinking, Yeah, that's offside there straight away. Blatant human error, they're getting rid of the human error, that's all they're doing. To me, and the human error point. is not putting the flag up. Sorry? To me, the human error is not putting the flag up. But there's no human error then. Like, it's just, the play continues. There's nothing happening, like. Yeah, but the play continues. It's a couple of seconds. Play Why continues. Are you what, get what, off here, is he? What's the point in Linos, then? What do you mean, what's the point? No, but yeah, well, there, it is becoming a thing that's being eradicated. And it probably will be eventually for the top games where you won't need a linesman yeah. anymore. Which is... Lines person. That's evolution. It's, yeah, like the game is evolving, and this this is probably what will happen with technology. So eventually, so like you might a, have any referees. So, so like you're you're obviously a, a supporter of our Paddy. I'm support. I'm a supporter of trying new things Sorry. to improve the game. Sure, Paddy. Real Madrid. <laughs> Vinny Junior. Oh, Vinny. oh hello! It's three two. What is he doing? Why is he not closed down? This is the man with the ball is the most dangerous person on the pitch. 
and he, he literally ran about 40 yards with the ball with nobody attacking him and two defenders just dropped him off. 99 pace on FIFA. Just so Paddy, you're you're a, you're a, you're, a, you're a in favor of VAR and that kind of what what's going yeah, to be developing yeah, because into. I think it's much better. Than, like last season, no, but this season it's much better. And what once it keeps evolving for? in that fashion, so it's getting better and better. Yeah, absolutely, yeah, absolutely. I think. It's and you're and you're for getting rid of the lineups. No, if you that's the way it goes. Well, you said to me, what for you? Maybe eventually they won't they won't be needed anymore because with the cameras and all, they're really not needed anymore. They're not. Even, like the only even, thing they can be, the only thing they can be okay. useful for is a tackle now that the yeah. referee mightn't have a view of on that side. So if that's the case, side. then you have a linesman on either side. Like on both like four linesmen. Lines person. <laughs> <laughs> so so my question to you then about, about that is do you not just let every tackle go and then just say, right, well, we're letting it be fucking... No, no. Don't, don't and then Paddy, let every tackle go and you have a fella sat like that. Never see the Paddy power. It's looking deadly. So, look, Paddy, I, I, I get what you're saying about the whole evolution of the game and stuff like that, but there is certain aspects to it that I just still believe are, are really need either a an upgrade and what they're doing with it or else a rewrite of the rules um to adapt to to var um, yeah, do you not do you not think the changes made from over last season to this season have made it much better i just think they're doing it a bit quicker people hated still, it last year hated i still far. i hate it could not stand yeah, it and this year, I, this year well oh Whoa. uh this season i celebrated a chelsea goal three times and I think the game finished in the lot. <laughs> or whatever it was. But, but, but should they have been ruled off the goals? Is that no comment. Is that the cup final? Is it the cup final? The Lukaku offside, but not offside. Yeah, it was. Yeah, it was a fucking joke. It was the fucking, it was the bleeding FA Cup final with Liverpool and, and Chelsea. Or Carabao Cup, sorry. Uh, with Liverpool and Chelsea. Che- no, actually, hold on a minute. That was not <laughs> offside. That fucking Lukaku goal was not offside. You've got him, Paddy. Paddy you've it got wasn't him. offside. You've got him. No way. You've got him. Get them there. Now, come on. I'll go back to the fucking chat and the WhatsApp group. There was no way that was offside, and everybody agreed. Oh, so VAR, man. VAR. Technology. It was offside. Fucking technology, a lot of bollocks. Uh, <laughs> lads, back on to this Everton and uh, and Chelsea match. Sorry, we'll leave VAR for now. Um... So we talked about obviously Frank. So let's talk a little bit about Chelsea. I know you are dying to jump on this, Paddy. I'm going to let you take the floor on this because you had a lot to say to me earlier. No, Get it all no. out of your system. No, it's 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 for let me present this and ask you the questions because I'd like to understand. Okay. And take off the fucking stupid like fan head and like be honest with how things have head. went. Things have went since Christmas time for Chelsea because you haven't been the same club as where. Something happened. I'd happened. like to know what it is. Is it the is it the whole Abramovich thing that have knocked things a war, off? A war in Ukraine has happened. Yes. No, no, but, yeah, but is that what, what has affected their form? <laughs> and see in Liverpool are still unreal. So what <laughs> <laughs> no, I'll tell you what, right? I have been questioning some of Thomas Tuchel's team selections over the last couple of weeks. Um in terms of the likes of Malang Sar, in my opinion, isn't good enough to play for Chelsea. 
Uh, Ruben Loftus-Cheek isn't good enough to play for Chelsea. Um, we have a fully fit squad there, but I, I genuinely think he's just trying to rotate players. We are struggling defensively, I think. Um, Thiago Silva, look, Rudiger as well. I have to actually put a lot of it down to Rudiger. He's been wild in the last couple of games. Um, and obviously this whole contract situation. Gone? Yeah, he is gone. He's, he's pretty oh, much confirmed for Real Madrid, yeah. yeah. Um, but it seemed to me like his performance has slightly dropped because he wasn't concentrating on the games. And he was yeah. wild with some of the defending. Uh, I think it was only two or three weeks ago. It was... Oh, who did we play? Oh, who beat us? Fuck, who spanked us? Uh, Wofford, was it? Brentford. Brentford, sorry. Um, and the defender between him and Rudiger, sorry, uh, Silva and Rudiger, was shocking. Mm. Now, it wasn't actually Silva. It was Rudiger swinging his leg at the ball like an absolute lunatic. So, defensively, we haven't been as solid, which we always were. Um, Reese James was, again, a big part of that, I think, because we lose massively when he's not there. Um, we also, look, I'm not going to say Chilwell because Chilwell's been out for the majority of the season, so that's that's not um, that's not an option. Um, yeah, I don't know. Like, it's... Let, let me ask you. Lack sorry. of goals. I think I think a lack of a final toward is... A couple, is a couple of questions. Would you sell Lukaku? Quick, quick fire. Um, yes. Where not? Price. No. Right. Um... Chelsea, you always say they want instant success. They were they were the club that if it's not working out, they'll just get rid. Um if you finish the season now losing the FA Cup final, finishing kind of poorly in the league in terms of where he's where, like how long do you give Tuchel next season? And what would you what would your ex- expectations be next? Have you second managers again? <laughs> yeah, you look at come back to second managers. Uh no, I think Tuchel obviously is going to be there. Regardless of what happens, we could lose every single game for the rest of the season and Tuchel will still be there this season. Um or next season. Um No, but yeah, that's long... for next season expectations. Oh, here we go. Because they'll only get Kareem. one more season if they don't win. Sorry, it's just an attack. Oh, it's good defending. Um I did look, it depends on how bad he starts off next season and what happens. Like it's hard to tell if he gets in a couple of players that he wants. So if he gets to be honest with you, Chelsea probably aren't going to be able to sign anyone because... What success for you next season? Uh, top four, to be honest. After, I just think the gap is way too big between yeah. City and Liverpool. And I did think, I, I will I will be honest, I did think at the start of the season, looking at how Chelsea... I was more impressed with Chelsea last season. Obviously, we won the Champions League. But at the start of last season, the way they were playing was, I thought, unbelievable. And... I had said it on the podcast and everyone was kind of laughing and no one really took notice. And I used to always say to this thing, none of you watch Chelsea enough to have an opinion. And I used to always say that. And in fairness, a couple of us did say, yeah, I probably only watched them once or twice. Like, But mm. regularly watching them and seeing the way they performed and seeing how they control the game, um, I think they only really got the credit they deserved after winning the Champions League. And then all of a sudden, all the eyes were on them. So it was almost as if they were playing without pressure the season before. This season they've been a little bit found out, I suppose. Um, and where do they need to strengthen in the summer? What positions would you like to see them strengthening? The owner, definitely. To be honest with you, yeah, an owner would be would be a nice start. Uh, someone with a hefty bank account, uh, Lewis Hamilton and Serena Williams in that consortium. Um, defensively, it's going to be an issue for us next season. We're we're losing Rudiger. Look, I know he hasn't been playing great the last couple of weeks, but again, that's all down to contract issues. 
hopefully he can just get that sorted. We all know he's leaving now at this stage. I think he should just come out and say, look, I'm I'm leaving Chelsea. I think the fans would appreciate that more rather than just leaving it and then just gone. Mm-hmm. Um, get a chance to say goodbye and thank you to him. I think that I think the fans deserve that, and he I'm would sure like he's that. For the, it seems like he's waiting for the cup final, to be honest. Yeah, and 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 in fairness, it's fair enough. It is fair enough, but I do want him to come out very quickly and say he's he's gone, uh, which I think I think is pretty obvious. But we uh, we're gonna we're gonna lose out massively defensively with him gone. Look, Thiago Silva again, quality defender, quality defender, regardless of his age, he's thirty-seven. But again, he is going to be thirty-eight next year, so that's going to be mm. keeping him fresh. Is going to be, but going to be difficult. He's the the most experienced defender we have. We just signed Harry Maguire. Ha- there was a thing I seen today. <laughs> I just to offload him for a few quid. There, <laughs> there was a thing I seen today or the other day that um, Chelsea were close to an agreement. Of a deal with Harry Maguire, fifty yeah, pound double dip. The, the agreement was that he would never sign for them. <laughs> Two curly whirlies and a fucking packet of crisps. Um, I I wouldn't I wouldn't take uh, Harry Maguire now. <laughs> to be honest with you, I'd rather play fucking Jorginho centre back. Um, so yeah, I think defensively we're gonna we're gonna really struggle. I think midfield we're okay. We just keep everybody there. Kovacic is one of the best midfielders in the league. Don't care what anyone says about that. Uh, and obviously can't look we lose a bit of Jorginho I think um controls the game well but not not much going forward right what do you think of the game the weekend because I'm bored of listening to Chelsea now <laughs> um again this is one that I don't think fucking Chelsea even give a shit about um I think tour place is pretty much secured um but I do think they'll probably win do you know what actually I think they might draw this game I don't think they will win. I think they, they're going to draw this game, and I think it's going to be one all. Um, and I'm going to say, I'm going to say, do 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 do. Team awareness to score. Uh, Paddy, what do you think of it? Um, I, I, I do think Chelsea will be too strong for Everton. I've no hope for Everton. I really don't. Like with the with the squad of players that they have, they have some real quality in there, and. It's just something something has gotten into the clubs that's rotten. Um and maybe they need to go down to rebuild and come back up because uh it it, it seems really bad at the club. Like mm-hmm. last season, if you think of when the new owners came in and the amount of investment they made, Carlo was in there, you know, everything was looking good. But they just actually fell off a cliff and it's just gotten worse and worse. Benitez comes in, they think, Oh yeah, he'll he'll steady us up. You oh, couldn't have the end life. That was a shocking decision, though. Was there you go. They've played. They've played pretty much the same amount of games now, or they've been in charge for the same amount of games. He's more points yeah. than, than Frank. Yeah. Better goal difference than Frank. More goals for than Frank. Best goals against than Frank. Benitez did, and what? Frank had the same amount of games, did they? Um, I think there's three three between them now. I think Benitez What's has that? had three more, but the yeah. average the average over the games that they have been in charge of. Do you not no. think? Do you not think Benitez brings with him a negative aura, whereas Lampard doesn't have that? Says Mr. Oh, Mourinho. Says Mr. Mourinho. <laughs> ah, Mourinho Mourinho's a fucking legend. No, Benitez doesn't have a negative aura. Benitez has a negative aura in Everton. Because Yeah, that's what I mean. Like to, to, to that Liverpool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. To that mm. club, like, like I, I don't think Lampard has that. No, he's so do you, not. Do you think then that Benitez started the raw? Yeah. The real raw, I mean, Definitely. because 
But but why why was he got in? Who was sacked before him? Angelotti, wasn't it? Exactly. Yeah. No, Angelotti so like, left. What, what happened there? Angelotti, Angelotti left for Real Madrid. He left or was he sacked? No, he Ancel- left. Ancel- Ancelotti started to rot because Ancelotti brought players in under the pretenses that he would be in charge. Oh. And he left. He left James Rodriguez in the shit. He left yeah. Richardson yeah. in the shit. He left yeah. Calvert Lewin in the shit. I don't know if these players are, well, obviously, some of them aren't there anymore. Some of them are. But they're obviously lied to by the manager who said, I'm going to be here next season. And he fucking walked off. So yeah. not the not the best way to just to leave a club, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, uh, there was, all, there was rumors of uh, James Rodriguez being a transvet, so that were going around online. Don't have you seen anything? <laughs> <laughs> apparently, apparently, there was rumors of him being a transvet. That's how much yeah. Angelotti fucked him up. Yeah. yeah, and he wasn't coming back to football, and apparently, he was going back to fucking Colombia or something to get surgery. <laughs> that, that was genuinely a rumor that I heard about. Oh, James. James. oh my god! What? So does he just want to dress up in women's clothes, or does he want to become a woman? No, apparently he wants the full the full shebang. Like, oh okay, I don't know how true that is. That could be that could be like completely wrong, but that's all you heard. Fair play to him. We support all that here and beyond the ball. Although, yeah, we're him. very inclusive here, including yeah. from Rob Walker, who was already Theo Walcott started the ro- He's already referring back to Arsenal. Look, <laughs> <laughs> Theo Walcott is just the most underachieving player I thought at bags of talent could have been a, a, to me just another typical a typical English winger who got overhyped with media and just let it go to, get to his head and, and didn't do injuries it. again though wasn't it here's a goal here's a goal no he's offside no is that a play uh, injuries I, think, I, I don't think there was many at Arsenal was there Rob could probably correct me on that but I didn't think there was many injuries early on with Arsenal I thought it was more when he kind of left and went went uh Everton and stuff like that. Could be wrong on that one. Um, sorry, Paddy, did you give a score prediction on this? No, no, I think Chelsea will win. I think it'll be 2 0 to Chelsea. And I'm going to go for Werner as well, same as yourself. Right, so Connor, what do you reckon? Um, yeah, fuck Everton. 2 0 Chelsea and Kai Havertz. Yeah, he fucking could have scored last week, couldn't he? Fucking have him as a fucking captain in fancy football. Um, Right, lads, on to the next game. Spurs and Leicester. Juicy hell fixture this one. Probably, probably not. Uh, all right. Um, <laughs> look, Spurs, Spurs down to Spurs and just being classic fucking flops. Uh, Paddy, how do you see this one going for them on the weekend? Again, you always kind of bring it up on the Leicester, the Leicester side of things. And you've been massively under-impressed with Leicester this season. Slate and Brandon Rodgers. When does he get the bullet? <laughs> Don't know. Colly, um, sorry to cut across. I've just checked out Theo Walcott's injury history. He right. uh, he basically missed two full seasons at Arsenal with different kind of injuries. He's got two pages of injuries on the transfermarket.com. <laughs> Almost as bad as fucking Diaby. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. There's like. So yeah. what? 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 Uh, what years were they in the, in between two thousand and eight and? 2017. He essentially okay, so seven, missed. 17. He, he essentially missed um 85 games. Okay, so 2017. Right, fair enough. That's that's kind of the later part of it. Like, but 2007. But yeah, but look, look, a massive, massive gap there in between. Like, do you know what I mean? So just not. Uh... Oh no, sorry. There was loads of injuries in between. That was the time he was on Arsenal. And he was getting injured. He had a 
Oh, sorry, we have a comment in there from Rob. Uh, uh, Cody, more importantly, you do the box on Saturday. Any chance of a notification? That's where you subscribe and hit the little bell notification icon thing on YouTube there, Robert. And you will be notified every time we go live. There you go, there's a little tip for you. Even though someone may have to watch Paddy and Cody play Blade and Halo. Yeah, that'd be a good one, though. No, not on YouTube. It hasn't been on YouTube, only Twitch. You, oh, only, yeah. you only get that stuff on Twitch. There's a massive yeah. content going up there now in the next couple of weeks. Um, <laughs> so, uh, Connor, come here, talk to me a bit. Or, sorry, Paddy, we're going back to you about um, Brandon Rogers. <laughs> sorry, just, just, that was enough from you, Paddy. Um, yeah, um, oh, yeah so, as, as I was saying, like I was putting the question to you, is how long does Rogers get? Because I honestly believe with the two, the, the, he bottled it the last two seasons for the Champions League. They had a perfect opportunity for getting in. They were in pole position. He bottled it. Um, and now this season, it's just been a disaster for them. Now, I know we're in the semi-finals of the Europa League. Um, so if he, wins that that, and... if he wins that, Paddy, are you yeah. saying, right, great, successful season? Absolutely. Or are you still yeah. saying underachieving? If Leicester win the Europa League, yeah, absolutely, yeah. You have to say that because United are the fucking merchants that win or get to the final. <laughs> if fucking uh, yeah, if if they win it, absolutely, it's a good season. But if they don't win it, like he's only saying that because they're going to be in it next season. And he's trying to bring it up for next season. I, I hope they're not. I hope they're not. I hope United go down low enough so Wolves and West Ham go above us, and we're not in any European competitions next. You'll season. be in the conference then. No, yeah. no, not if West Ham go and Wolves go above us. It's only the top seven teams going into Europe. Come on, stat man. I wouldn't know. I'm not really fighting in the round eight spot. Yeah, yeah. We don't, we don't take notice of that that type of position. Uh, but surely, like, the, the club has to have European football. Are you going to attract people if you have no. What are we talking about now? We're talking about towards Leicester or United? Uh, United. Just, just your, on your comment there saying that you'd rather finish uh, way below so you don't get into Europe. Would you not, like, is that not, like, going to be a massive hindrance to try and get these big money signings that? Ten Hag is talking oh, yeah, about everyone wants to play in the Conference League, <laughs> <laughs> but it's Europe. No. Oh my God! We have a goal. Have a goal. Oh fuck! How did we just fucking miss that, Bernardo? Oh my days! Hold on a second. Sorry, looks just went in there. Brendan Rodgers bought the Paddy. Look at Leicester squad players. Yeah, true. Okay. I'll have a look. <laughs> What's going to do then? I'll have a look at What's step two of the, the instructions? What is dirt in fairness? Are we going to get a replay? No, yeah, of this goal? The last two seasons when he bottles the Champions League twice, but like, like he bottled, like he bottled the league with Liverpool. He's a bottler. They haven't been, they haven't been great. The squads. I agree because Rob brings us up every week because he wants them in charge of Arsenal. Yeah. Oh. Oh, hello! Look at that advantage from the referee. Oh, jeez. Look at that advantage. He's about to give any players on. Now, look at this, right? Here's my thing. Camavinga just stopped there because he's seen the whistle going up to the referee's mouth. And the Lions, man. That's why the Lions man doesn't put his flag up anymore. Lions person, Paddy. We can't Lions say that we agree with, we agree with James Amos Rodriguez being a transvestite, and you're going to say that. Why is Courtois <laughs> ducking? So, Courtois ducked. This, this is a massive fuck-up now, right? So, what do we do? Does 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 this get called back because the ref was about to put the whistle up and say no no you were about to blow that whistle the player stopped the the you've affected play here the player you, beside call, call beside you, fucking you, Bernardo stops you play, you play to the whistle you don't play to the when the ref puts it in his mouth but VAR 
<laughs> so so yeah, put it in his mouth and then stop. Here's another girl. Kind of my new best mate. <laughs> uh, so look, we're, we're gonna we're gonna get score predictions on this one, Paddy. How do you see this going for for him at the weekend? Look, obviously we know Spurs and you know it are in that fucking. Well, you know you don't really. In no, the, no, the little no. dog fight for, for um, Spurs and Arsenal. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, so they're in the. Oh my god! Oh, oh my god! god. Oh. oh, that's outrageous, Mares. Oh. It's three now for him. Fucking hell! So, so, pa- <laughs> so, Paddy, sorry. Uh, how do you see this and go? Um, I see Spurs. I see Spurs winning it. They've been on a good run now. Um, yeah, no wins overall, in the last over the last ten games. <laughs> They, <laughs> he knew I was gonna dive in. <laughs> yeah, didn't even right. understand that. Look, he's getting so excited. <laughs> Shut up! I haven't got a clue what you're talking about. That's why. That's squittered. Yeah. So I think yeah, Spurs will win it. I think two, one, and Kane score. Nice one, uh, Connor. What do you reckon? Well, how do you think this one's gonna go? Spurs in a good run recently with no win and two. Um, <laughs> I am going to back a one all draw and say Harvey Barnes. You think one all? You don't think the Spurs are going to win? No. And who was, do you think Arsenal are going to get fourth? Jesus, they're all trying to fucking throw it away, aren't they? But yeah, nobody wants it. I can, I can see, I can see Arsenal beating Spurs in the derby. I think that's the deciding game, really. Um, Who's at home for that? Arsenal is what I want to say, but I'm not sure. Paddy, who do you um, think is getting fought? Spurs. Think Spurs? Yeah. Controversial. Um, Fixtures. Spurs are at home. Imagine, imagine 12, 12 Champions League final and West Ham, Leicester, Europa League final. Oh, that'd be Some good, wouldn't it? Yeah, that'd be Some nice. Else. I do hope West Ham. Um, Four English teams in two finals. Um, I don't think so. I'd be very surprised. Definitely not the two English teams in Europa. Yeah. Oh, well, two wait, hold on. In Europa. Chelsea, what? Chelsea Arsenal. Remember Chelsea beat Arsenal in the Europa like four 0 Oh yeah, but well, I know. But like this year, there can't be two in the Europa because Ting are in the conference. West Ham are in the Europa League. Oh, they're in the Europa. Leicester are in the conference. Yeah. You sure? Yeah, Leicester, it's West Ham against Eintracht Frankfurt, and the other game is Rangers against. Um, oh, apologies! I thought Leicester were in the semis of the. Feckle. No, they're in the they're in the semis of the conference. Oh, like right. lads, let's call the one in each final. Oh, let's call the spade a spade. This conference is absolute bollocks. Like, yeah. yeah, it's a new Intertoto Cup. It's a load of fucking horseshit. Like. Fuck off, Gabby. Is it being brought away. in as a... So what happens now? Is that still applicable when the new Champions League format starts? Is that next season, the new Champions League format? No, 2024. 2024, 24. It's not for another two years. So, the, so that's a preamble to the new Champions League starting. So we're going to go into 2024. We're going to have... Maybe the Europa League will be uh, gotten rid of because we're going to have extra teams in the Champions League. Ooh. Okay. I reckon they'll get rid of the conference and they'll keep the Europa League and it'll just be lower teams. They'll be down. Yeah, yeah. yeah. They'll, they'll, they'll fill but it up. I'm just thinking the conference, the conference being so new. 
Yeah, but they still yeah. need to have somewhere for Dundalk to go for fucking four nights a month, uh, fucking year. You know, on a European holiday. Yeah, yeah. Rovers. You can might get yourself over to Leiden, Latvia or something for a game. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> has that by Carbis chance. Like organs or something like that, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Duke arrest yeah. for a weekend. Looking up <laughs> fucking the tickets for Azerbaijan, couldn't even fucking find them. Like it's ridiculous it was. Oh, here's, here's an, break. an attack. Break. Here we go. Wow. Kareem the dream. Kareem the dream. Do you know what I mean? Like he's doing everything right. Um, coming in. Air colleague, get oh. that Adidas top off you now. Spurs to finish far from it. From an Arsenal fan. This is my Give favorite it. Chelsea top that I have. By the way. Yeah, but he's just doing that thing where he says, I can't say Arsenal are going to go up. I get it. Captain. Captain's armband. Uh, Captain's armband, Rob. Just want to show you this. Uh, Captain's armband. Sign by John Ferry. That just then. Oh, hold on. Yeah, it is. It's all right. Oh, yeah, it's signed. How did you get that from? John Terry. It's um, not signed by John Terry. That's scribbled by his man. It's been signed by John <laughs> Terry. Scribbled by uh, our man. Handball. Handball. It is a very handball. bad thing. That's a penalty. He's given it. Yeah, it's a pen. We have a pen. This is an absolutely ridiculous game. Where are these two teams even in this? Real Madrid will be rubbing their hands and they get a 4 3 hit. Kareem the Dream. Pep is fucking deflated now after this. What a game. Holy shit. If Madrid can get a one goal behind, they'll be fucking delighted. Yeah, they'll be laughing. But. Jesus Christ. Was it though? Was it? Very unlucky. Head first. But why is his hand there? It is. Why is his hand there? It's very unlucky. Ah, it's definitely a handball. <laughs> Why is he bringing his hand up? Like, that's almost like a... A teapot. Yeah. <laughs> is he giving him a card? Him I thought he was bleeding, sending him off there. He was going to get yellow. So we're in the 80th minute, we have a pen. God, that's Paddy's signature all day. Um, It is a very bad signature. I did win it on a competition that John Terry ran on Instagram. <laughs> but your dad ran. You paid him 50 quid. Yeah, yeah, but um, yeah, very, very happy with that. Here we go. Yes, dad, I won it. Yeah, my dad won it. I won it. This is this is like when you're a kid and your man does send you a Valentine's Day card, and they just it's like when the goldfish dies and say, "Oh, we got a, we got a friend from our yeah. up now." Got a friend for whatever. I see Connor just kind of sitting there going, "Those Valentine's Day cards weren't from girls." <laughs> <laughs> I'm still getting them. Oh, oh my God! He's He's an absolute <laughs> filthy animal. Oh. How what is a dirty, he dirty that? man? I thought it was going over for a second. I thought it was going he over. He is a filth bag. Absolute horn. Oh my God! The lesbian in goal just absolutely disgusted by that one. Of course, we are acceptance of all types of sexualities. Oh, lads, that's filthy. <laughs> That is filthy. That is naughty, isn't it? Uh, lads, let's get, the, let's get his balls. Oh, yeah, his balls. It's like Randy Marsh jumping around on his own balls. Oh, yeah. Um, Scar prediction on this one, Connor. Did you give me one? Yeah, one on. All right. Uh, I'm going to say Spurs are going to win this one, lads. I'm going to go with 2 0 to Spurs. Um, and I'm going to say, going to say Son to score because I don't have him in my fancy. I took him out and he's banging goals in. And I'm not going to put him in. So I hope he scores. I hope he doesn't score. But I'm going to say he's going to score. Because if I'm right. Move on. Do you know what I mean? Uh, right, lads. I don't lads. Know if listen to that. Holy shit. 
was very complicated. <laughs> aneurysm. This one, this one is actually probably one of the games of the week. And then you just that's embarrassing. Um, West Ham and, and Arsenal lads. Look, obviously we we've spoke in depth about the two, just about where the position is and what they're fighting for. How do you see this one going, uh, Paddy? I'll come to you. Do you see West Ham putting up a massive fight against Arsenal? Or do you, can you see Arsenal being too good for them? And obviously, like we said, it comes to different stages where teams are now playing for certain things and Arsenal are really fighting for that, that Champions League spot now. I know West Ham are within the show, but probably not. Yeah, but West Ham are still fighting for a Europa League spot as well. Yeah. So, yeah, there's loads to play for. I and mean, I think David Moyes um, will have... Like he'll really, really want to win this game, like like every game, I suppose. But I mean, he wants to finish the season strongly. He wants to keep momentum going, especially for the Europa League. So he won't want to be losing games. Absolutely yeah. not. Um, this is a derby. I think. Uh, I think it's going to be a really good game. Uh, I think West Ham might pip Arsenal because Arsenal's inconsistency. Uh, I think is what will what what makes me pick Spurs over Arsenal because. It's like they're just on a bit of a run, yet they're doing great, and then they just they just play absolutely terrible. Um, so I'm gonna go West Ham win two one. I think Arsenal will score, and Antonio to score first. Paddy, I have to admit, at the start of the season, were you not massive advocates of Arsenal? Yeah, and the, the, the tune has changed fan. big time. Well, yeah. Oh, he's oh, oh, my God. Absolute sitter. Corner. Um, yeah, I, I thought... <sighs> their inconsistency is bad. Um, are they better than they have been in previous seasons? Not as good. I, I thought they'd be much better because, they, because of, again, of no European football. I thought they'd have a lot more time to focus on each game, to prepare. I thought that's what Arte- Arteta needed because he was a very technical coach. Um, but I'm not seeing the progress I thought I was going to at the start of the season. Um, but again, he's not going anywhere. I think we will improve again next year. Um, but yeah, yeah, what can I say? I was wrong at the start of the season. I don't know. I think I think I think they've probably done better than I've expected them to do. Like I was probably expecting Arsenal to be sixth, seventh at this stage. Like I wasn't ex- actually expecting them to be in in that kind of position. Now looking at looking at their squad with a very kind of underwhelming squad but now kind of people are stepping up to the plate the likes of smith Rowe, the likes of saka who are all showing that they've yeah, a bit Danny. of talent look they lost to bamiang midway um which isn't ideal and they've still they've still kind of held their own to an extent um rob says solid draw two all or two average teams so rob's gone with the draw and i've been an arsenal fan um so sorry, Paddy, did you give me a prediction? I did two one to West Ham because it's uh in West Ham. West Ham are at home, so two one to yeah. West Ham and Antonio to score first. Okay. Uh Connor, what do you think? West Ham have been disappointing in the league, so well, not so far, but recently, I should say. Um yeah. and yeah, Paddy, I agree with Paddy there. Arsenal's inconsistencies don't help, and this is probably one of those games on paper that looks like Arsenal are going to lose the same way like Southampton recently enough as well where they got bashed um, but they played well against United not, not that did, it, it didn't, I was Norwich, say, it didn't Norwich played well against United it didn't take <laughs> much for them to turn over United but 
I watched again the week before against Chelsea. I thought Arsenal were this is probably one of the best games Arsenal have played in the last couple of years. Not because Chelsea didn't play particularly well. They probably still could have beat them if they were on their day. But they did what they had to do. They saw the game out in the end, even though they struggled halfway through it. They're professional. Um, this is a game that I fancy Arsenal to win and then hopefully put the pressure on West Ham that they have to go and beat City next week. Um, so I'm going to back Arsenal. I'm going to say 2-0. I'm going to say Emil Smith-Rowe. Okay, uh, there's another name from uh, from Rob there. Paddy, it's concerning that anybody would believe in Arteta, much like Rory, deeply concerning. <laughs> Look, Arteta, Arteta won it, won the FA Cup with Arsenal. I just thought they'd kick on. You know, no European football, what they needed, because they were playing in the Europa League for so many years, Thursdays, Thursdays in the weekends, I just thought it was um, stopping any progression. But, yeah, again, I was wrong. Again... <laughs> uh, okay. Sorry. Uh, <laughs> uh, so, lads, uh, yeah, this, to be honest with you, does have a draw row all over for me as well. Um, and a, a high scoring draw. I'm going to go with it. Yeah, Rowan. Not Rowan all over. Row, 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 row. What did I say? <laughs> row all over. <laughs> no, I'm going to say row. I'm going to stick with it. Fuck, I'm sticking with it. Uh, lads, draw a row all over this one. <laughs> uh, two all draw I'm going with and I'm going to say Suchek to score for West Ham um, now is the moment we all want the last game Manchester United versus <laughs> Brentford save the worst for last huh uh, Paddy obviously um, big news coming out this week that uh, United have obviously agreed a deal with Ten Hag to take over as manager. What was your initial thoughts on Ten Hag this week, over? It feels like it was announced about four months ago or something. I don't know. <laughs> Every week is like a year following United now. It really is. <laughs> so what's your thoughts um, on him coming in? I've to be honest, I've no idea. I've no idea. I can't say I've like I have I don't watch IX ever. Um I don't know what the Dutch league is like. So United, I can't even a lot play. of United fans will claim they're hardcore oh I know that I know yeah. but I'm not one of them. I'm not and I'm gonna admit yeah. it now that I'm gonna say like people, like I've read stories where they say he's very progressive and stuff. Blah blah blah. He was in the youth academy. He, he says Bourne. one person. He was, at, he was in the youth academy at Bourne when Pep was there, which that means jack shit. Um, yeah. he he was Steve McLaren's assistant at FC Twenty when they won the league. Um, so to be honest with you, pedigree of coach, I don't know. It's it's a gamble. It's a gamble. Um, Dutch Dutch coach has never really done well in the Premier League. Um. Yeah, I again, I've 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 lost all hope. Really, like I'll always support him. You know, makes up for Jesus. But so, whether it's this manager or the next manager, I don't know. I still would have probably picked Pochettino. So one or two questions, right? So, um, there's talk of a transfer budget of two hundred million being the number. Do you think he can get what he needs to get with two hundred million? I think it's more important to to get out. I tell yeah, it's going to yeah. three or four transfer windows. Um, to be honest with you, if it, uh, finishing anywhere, fighting for the top four would be a, a big win for for me for the four season. I just want to see a massive rebuild because I think that's why I think you need to get every bit of mold out of that dressing room so it never grows again. You need a complete rebuild. Yeah. So the image of all those past bad teams is completely gone and there's no more like like an 
an absolutely an image of uh, say if he's uh, the new manager now and he has the tactical know-how to get United to where they need to be. It needs to be completely his squad. No previous manager squads. No Mourinho. No Van Gaal. No Ole Gunnar Solskjaer. No Alex Ferguson. Like the likes of De Gea. You can see he wants to win for the club and he wants to perform for the club. You know, the likes of him keep him there. Fred, McTominay. Um, there's a handful. There's not. There's not. There's not no, it's not the child. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Oh what? my God. I got oh, here's yeah, a streaker. Here's a streaker. I got, got lads. We have a streaker and it's, it, the camera tour is on. It's a little fucking child. I'm not a beautiful. <laughs> Sorry about that. He wishes he was streaking. Um, <laughs> Sorry, Paddy. Yeah. So, yeah, touching on what you're saying there, where you want just Ten Hag's full squad and like only him. And I would rather him see a lot of bring a lot of, because we've got a talented youth squad there. Um, yeah, but what I want to ask you, sorry, is the likes of the backroom staff with Carrick, with like even even Carrick's the top gone of Rang- gone ages. Uh, yeah, uh, feeling, um, yeah, yeah, feeling. Um, the likes of fucking Rangnick there, who was apparently going up into the board. I don't know yeah. whether that's even being confirmed or not. Would you no. like to see all them go, or would you like them to be there? I'd like, you know I'd like, I'd like and the manager to have. I'd like the manager to have the power to make those decisions. Yeah, if he if he thinks Steve McLaren is coming home, Ragnick came <laughs> came out last week and he said contracts only a two year contract. If uh, the new manager comes in and he doesn't like me or the, or the position I'm going to have in the club, well then I shouldn't be here and I'm not going to stay here. So fair yeah. fucking play to him, like. But I yeah. think it's been refreshing listening to Ragnick over the last while and how much he's called out the players after every game. And in every press conference, he really has started to say, like, this squad is just shit. Like, we need open heart surgery and all. Like, we need 10 players gone. Like, it's 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 great to hear. Like, in ter- it's not great because it's like it's the squad is it's shit. Reality. But, yeah, it's reality. but it's good that somebody's actually finally just because he doesn't give a shit. He's not he knows he's not the manager now. So he's just saying, yeah, these are all wankers. Um, is it is it not a little bit of a pass the blame thing as well, which is never going to work? But I, but I never, I never thought he was going to be a good manager. No, I think, I think what didn't. like the best you can hope from him is is that he can pass on the knowledge of the poison in that dressing room to the new manager, so he can get rid of it, yeah. and then maybe he will be involved in helping with the signings or the vision of how they want to play and buy, buying players that don't that fit the style of play because the last thing I want them to do is get this 200 million boy fucking Haaland and the most expensive defender that's out there that's available and then that's nearly the 200 million I'd rather I'd rather I'd rather see them spending that 200 million on 8 or 10 players you know because there's always going to be the like get rid of that United tax so that when United come in oh yeah we'll stick an extra 20 million on Get rid of that, like you know, go for players. I don't that... think I don't go. think that's gonna be a possibility. Like, because even them players you're saying, like, get eight or ten players, like you're probably paying 20, 30 million for a player that you probably pick up for 10, 15. Like, but the majority of the people we've been signing have not been players, like it's nearly like we're happy to have them in terms of they're bigger than the club. Like, we want I want to sign players that like, need to prove something. Yeah, and it's like they're amazed to play. I'm here at Manchester United. I'm going to prove yeah. myself and I'm so appreciative to play for this great club. Not be like, yeah, they signed me for 80 million or 100 million. I'm bigger than the club. Fuck off. Get out. Yeah. 
I don't want you to. Um, so, looking at kind of obviously, yeah, we're talking about the, the, the backroom side of things. Um, the players who, if you're the manager, are you telling get rid of them? I want your full list of players. Who would you who would you get rid of? I'll, I'll only go from the all right, okay. De Gea, you'd keep at the back, Wan Bissaka, you might keep him as a bench player. Like, I don't think any, I don't think we have a good wing back whatsoever. I think Delo is no use. I think uh, Tellez is no use. Um, Shaw, I'd keep. I'd keep Shaw. Um, Wan Bissaka, I wouldn't keep. Um, so those three, I'd get rid of. Delo, maybe I'd keep as a, as a squad player. But Tellez and Wan Bissaka would be gone. Um, in the center, then Maguire would be gone, Jones would be gone. Um, the but it's something must be happening in training with Boy because he can't buy himself a game, so he'd be gone. Can't buy um, himself a game. <laughs> I was going to yeah. say, I noticed that. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, uh, Lindloff and I said Maguire would be gone. Lindloff and Varane are probably the only two center backs I'd keep, and Var- and Lindloff would be only be one that I'd be using for cup games. Varane, I'm sorry, very questionable. Oh yeah, no, yeah, but that, that's, every everyone's been questionable. Look, like Fernandez as well has been questionable. Look at his four season when we finished second last year. Yeah. All right, then. And there was a thing. There was a, there was actually there was a video I put up on TikTok. Uh, we'll we'll be wrapping up now in the next five ten minutes anyway because uh, the match is over, so it's finished four three. Uh, but that was one thing that I did put up on TikTok, and it kind of triggered a couple of United fans that it said that Fernandez had kind of stepped away from that leader role because Ronaldo came in and it was almost like he'd just given up and just allowed him. He just, he just, he just kept up the moaning, but then just lost the leadership and the dictation of the game. I thought, I think, I think, I don't even think, I think it's more because you see it in Portugal as well. I think Ronaldo was Fernandez's hero. Yeah, and that's what it's like. He's nearly in awe of him. Like, and yeah. that sh- the shadow Ronaldo brings over Fernandez is just too much to bear from, and he can't perform under yeah. under Ronaldo's shadow. So, yeah. le- moving on to the midfield, then really quick, um, I'd keep Fred. McTominay, McTominay. is one I want to ask you about. McTominay. Yeah, would you keep yeah, him? I think he could be developed into a great, a great midfielder, a really, really good midfielder. Like, if, absolutely, like he's very, very young still. Um, and I do think he, I think he has the passion there that he wants to play for United. I'd, I'd be at least giving him another couple of seasons to see what Ten Hag can do with him. And um, Van de Beek will be back. Um, I, he played very well under Ten Hag, so I'd give him another chance. Absolutely, Fernandez is there, so that's all we need in terms of the main four midfielders. Um, you'd sorry, you'd keep Fred, yeah. Sorry, you'd keep Fred. I'd keep Fred, yeah. Okay. Yeah, I would keep Fred. I think he's a good squad player. Um, on the wings, I'm trying to think. We don't really have any wingers, really. Do we? Really? Rashford, I suppose he plays out left. You see, yeah, I suppose. Well, this is going moving up to the forwards, I suppose. Um, Martial gone. Rashford, I'd keep absolutely. I'd keep Rashford. I think. Yeah, man. I think he's one of your biggest problems. I do. I'd like. I'd like. I just want to see if ten. You're right. I wouldn't give him much more. I'd give him another season under Ten Hag and see how he gets on. Um, Lingard. I actually think I'd like to see how, like, if if he's one of the causes for the the rot in Manchester United's dressing room, then he has to be gone. Um, Because 
But with Pogba gone, maybe the influence of him, it could focus him again. Now, this is just from the outside looking in, you kind of see that there's a group of players that kind of ruined United. Um, but he has been at United since youth level. Um, he done well when he went out. So maybe Ten Hag can get can coach him well and get him playing well for United again. Um, so I'd give him another season. Ronaldo, you'd obviously keep there, absolutely, for another for another season. Um, and I think that's pretty much it. So Mark Look, like, looking at that, Paddy, you're, you're talking. You're you're talking about getting. You only have two hundred million to risk. Yeah, you, you've got. I mean, you've got. No, they said you've got a hundred million plus what we make from the sales. Yeah, I, yeah, I've, heard that, I've heard that from John Henry at Liverpool. It doesn't work out that way. Yeah. Oh, here I know, I know, but this is this is what we're hearing in the media. Whether it's yeah. true or not, it's another story. Right, uh, lads, look, Paddy, it was a good little insight into your thoughts on, on United. So we'll we'll just get score predictions now. Connor, uh, quick, quickly slate them if you want. Um, we'll come to you, Paddy, and just get your score prediction for the weekend. Um, they won't keep a clean sheet in anyway, but I will go for a win because Ronaldo is scoring for fun. So I'm going to go two on United and Ronaldo to score. Okay, uh, Connor, thoughts on it? Um. Can't really look past Brentford or the joint killers to take a points off Liverpool, to take a points off City, they've beaten Chelsea. Wouldn't yeah, but they're not playing against Giants, so they're not playing against Giants, you're right. <laughs> it's, definitely, it's definitely a game they're gonna be up for. Um, <laughs> they they're on a decent run of form. United aren't one nil Brentford, Ivan Tony. Love it. Uh yeah, lads, look, just just a quick one, uh, a couple of comments in there as well. Um, Collie, how can any genuine football supporter not have a five on Brentford? Like, seriously, yeah, I think Connor touched on the being the giant killers there, and it makes sense to, to throw a five on them. Uh, uh, Collie, will you ask Paddy, how is the Ajax manager good enough for Manchester United? Yeah, as I said, I, I've, I can't understand or I can't really comment on how he is good enough to be picked. I would have picked Pochettino myself, um, so yeah, I can't answer that question. I, I I don't know if he is going to be good enough to gamble. Yeah. Well, I, I feel, I feel pretty much the same as this as this listener right in now. I I feel that. Um. Why is he good enough? I I don't understand. Yeah. Like, well, he, ask, he, it's almost to me. It's almost like yeah, Celtic and Rangers. If you're a manager at M two, don't really get it. If you win mm. the league, I probably could have done it myself. Uh. Sorry, we'll move on. Uh. Fred to be kept. Paddy, get that guitar back out. We're <laughs> 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 going on to end on lads. Look, uh, I'm gonna go with a, a, a one nil win for Brentford, uh, and I'm going to say Ivan Tony to score as well. Paddy, I think I'm kind of, I think I just went same as you, did I? Yeah, yeah, okay. Um, right, lads, look, it's been it's been a good little uh, good episode there. Obviously, we've done the watch along, so an extended version. Uh, hopefully, if anyone's listening on Spotify, we haven't. Lord of the Rings or something. Fuck me. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, look, anybody that is listening, anyone that is watching, if you're watching on YouTube, Facebook, Twitter, make sure you follow, subscribe, like it, and share it with your mates because, uh, yeah, be sound. Um, we'll be back next week. I'm not sure if there's any matches on next week. We could be doing another another little watch along. Um, and the, the semi finals are on. So the second legs? I think so. Okay. Let me just double check real quick, just so we have. Yeah, Liverpool, um, Liverpool, the L'Oreal. I may not oh, be available next week. I may not be available next week. 
Okay, um, well, we'll try to start something out when it comes close to the time. Um, we'll uh, see I may not be available either, depending on how the first leg goes. <laughs> 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 right, so look, we'll uh, we'll make decisions during the week and we'll inform everyone again. Rob, as we were saying there earlier, if you are following us on YouTube, make sure you hit the little bell uh, icon. That'll tell touch you my bell, Rob. Touch, touch our bell. Touch our bell, please. Uh, right, we'll be back at the same time next week, hopefully, and we will talk to everybody then.